0: what seven years you said i think <laughs> i mean
1: 2016 is when i left
0: 2016 is the same year i left as well yeah well it's because yeah, it's, uh august yeah. august of 2000 2016 is when i left
1: so yeah, seven years.
0: Seven years. And here we are again. Yeah. <laughs> one, one more time.
1: And then you're leaving to go back.
0: <laughs> and I am leaving to go back. And that's and just crazy. It's all odds and ends. It's funny, too, because a lot has happened in the past couple of years, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I came to a point where it's like, I, can, I am kind of done up here in a way. There's a lot of, there's like, there's no, for me. Love, like, I got to know a good amount of people here. Like, the community is amazing. Love them all to death. Right. But there's a part of me that's like, I have no energy kind of thing. It's just like that weird feeling. It's like, I, think, I don't have...
1: What's weird is I'm having the same thing. except Really? Except my compass is spinning, and I don't know where to go. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I should move to Montana. I don't know if I should go back to Washington. I don't know if staying in Oregon. Is a good, like, I don't know.
0: Well, the thing is... Like for me, I, went, I was in Tennessee last year, and yeah. I loved it. It was so much fun. I was there for, like, the 4th of July week. It's going to be a year tomorrow since I left, like, when I left, so. Every time I was in Tennessee as a truck driver, it was always hot and muggy. so I'm just like. Oh, yeah, well, it was. Oh. My friend and I, my friend hosted me. We went out walking and hikes, like, in these spots, and so it was. It was kind of rough because it was humid, but it was some fun. It was, like, a lot of cool places I get to see.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the southern Nashville, Murfreesboro area is yeah. very pretty. And they got all those, like, horse, like, I don't want to call them ranches. They're like estates. Yeah. They're super classy. They got oh that gosh. that, you know, stereotypical red fence. Yes. And then yes. it's like the grass is like super short and you see the horses all like grazing yeah. up oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's literally like a postcard. And I saw that. I was like, okay, okay. This part of Tennessee is kind of cool. But then I stepped out of the truck and I went, I dr- almost drowning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it was like, it was so much fun. It, I just, I had the time of my life because, because last year I was thinking about, okay, I was say, uh, well, thing is I knew I got to know this lady that lived here. She was from originally from Tennessee, but she mm-hmm. lived here with her ex husband because she was in the military. So they mm-hmm. moved around, got in, you know, cause I did a part of it's how we met was community theater through the church. Oh. And so, and she was from Tennessee. She tells me all these stories and all that kinds of stuff. And then during the pandemic, what ended up happening, the ex husband, like I guess her and the ex husband got into some things, and then finally their marriage just kind of ended. What surprised her is like she filed, They filed for a divorce on a Friday. It was finalized the Monday the following monday like three days later
1: but does tennessee have an express lane for divorces no it
0: was here in oregon In which kind of threw her off because they went to salem they did the whole paperwork and it's like okay it's finalized you guys are no longer my
1: parents divorce wasn't that fast
0: well i'm assuming they're well we'll keep (laughs) it well the thing is they don't have kids Mm. and I'm sure that's one of the main reasons that I I know I
1: get it I was the problem with you're always the the problem I was was, no wonder my parents divorce took so long well (laughs) well, the
0: thing is there's like a lot of stuff too because she was a teacher and from what I can tell and I didn't ask a whole lot of questions because it's you know I don't want to be intruding and everything but there's like you know a lot of things they didn't have like they didn't have kids they didn't have like a whole lot to hold them down Mm -hmm. it's for the process to like be longer than it needed to be and And so, or traditionally it is, because, you know, as far as I see, like, the divorces take, like, what, a year to two years, depending on, like...
1: Yeah, my parents took, like, a year and a half.
0: Yeah, so pretty much traditionally within, like, one to two years. And that was
1: back in Clamont Falls, too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so, and then my buddy and I, we went over in Salem shopping around, I found this... nashville fc jersey you know this the, the mls team but protein mm-hmm. for uh, nashville mm-hmm. i found it and i'm like i'm sending a message to her i'm like hey found this thought of you and i bought it and she's like oh that's so sweet you know you should come over and visit sometime and then i go at that point i'm like i think i should i think i should and so i messaged her I'm like would you be okay if i actually did come over because I'm, I'm looking at plane flights i'm looking at everything i'm like yeah just tell me we and you know we went back and forth back and forth, and finally next thing I was up in in a plane mm. for the first time since two
1: thousand three <laughs> and and to be fair, every time I was there, I was there for work, so I didn't really get to enjoy it yeah. but there is that one it's lookout mountain. lookout mountain it's 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 in Tennessee, and it's like this mountain you can't hike to it, but i'm I would be the you know the softy that just drives to the top, but it's <laughs> it's a it's called Lookout Mountain because you can see like nine states on a clear day.
0: Nine states, wow! Yeah,
1: it's like right there on the Tennessee Georgia border. Oh, like you okay. can see like Alabama, the Carolinas, and if you're lucky, you can see like Virginia and Kentucky.
0: I've been to Kentucky just a little bit, like a couple miles in, because my friend Christy she had like an uncle. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about it, and then next thing you know, she's like, you want to go? you want to go see them? You want to go visit and see to Kentucky?" I'm like, "All right, cool."
1: I've crisscrossed Kentucky. Kentucky's kind—it's kind of weird. Tennessee and Kentucky are kind of basically the same
0: because
1: mm. they have. Well, they're they 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 are and they aren't, but like they both have the the horse culture. Oh you yeah. know? they still they have the horses, and i because, I mean, you have the t- Tennessee Walker, and then you have the, what's it called? The Kentucky, oh, crap, I can't Derby? remember. No, that's, that's an actual race. But it's like a t- Kentucky Red or something. I can't remember. Oh, okay. But, like, they have, like, specific horse breeds that are, like, oh, from Greece. those states. Okay. And, like, um, so, like, Kentucky's really cool. Surprisingly, Frankfurt, I deliver because that's the capital of Kentucky. Okay. That area is, it's weird. Really? It's, it's like, the rock is different. Okay. Like, oh, you, like, okay. like,
0: like, like. Like, is it like limestone?
1: Well, it's like this weird gray rock. Okay. And it's like. I don't know how to explain it without just, like, showing a picture, but it's nothing like here in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah. It's but... a completely different
0: type of rock. Oh, no, I get that because when I was in Tennessee, we went to the Jack Daniels distillery, and that was oh, phenomenal. home And the thing is, like. They actually have this kind of like limestone rock. I I don't know remember it specifically, yeah. but what it does, is it actually filters the water completely, and that's what they use to make the Jack Daniels. And it's mm-hmm. and then we went on a tour, an hour and a half tour, which was a lot of fun. Thing is, the guy, the tour guy, he says like, I trust the water that's coming from this ground than I do within this water bottle, and it was it was just like amazing. Like he explained like how clear it is, what's the per- you know. Probably of it. takes
1: a couple thousand years to filter,
0: I would imagine. Well, it's it's just drainage. It's actually yeah. like complete, you know, like when it rains on top, it actually comes down from the bottom, so it's mm. completely clear. You know, it's pretty yeah. good. It's good to go. And so it's just, you know, seeing like what they use, what the process. Oh, God, it's so much fun. That would that, be cool. Highly recommend it next time you're in Tennessee. Yeah,
1: next time I go there, it'd be for fun. I'm not going there for it.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I've i been missing. I, I, made, I made a couple of new friends, too, while I was over there, too. So it's like. Because my friend Christy, she knows Dave and uh, Dave and Carroll, If I remember correctly, it's Dave and Carol, Dave's uh, OFS or Chief Financial uh, Officer or CFO.
1: Yeah, CFO
0: of the state of Tennessee.
1: Oh, like oh, you mean like oh wait? So in the government sense, that's like. Like head treasurer or something. Something. Like, it's it's like a high
0: rank for like the businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. And so pretty much I stayed in his house and it's phenomenal. Like I they're they're, they're millionaires. Their side job is turn, turn, like buying houses. Real estate. And, yeah. and then turning them into Airbnbs. Oh. See, I want to
1: get into that. But like, oh I my,
0: need money. Well, the well, well, thing is, it's not only in Tennessee. Because the house I stayed at, it was pretty much a fix. So that's what he was doing. He was like fixing that house up. The mm-hmm. basement was... Like this, holds pretty much. It was like a basement, but he turned it into an Airbnb, and it was beautiful. It was so nice. Like it had its own kitchen, living room. Pretty much, it's kind of like a small apartment kind of thing. So it had like its own house. Like pretty much, the master bedroom right next to it would like be like the kids' bedroom. And then, and then he has a couple of them in Florida and a couple other places too. So it was just so nice. The
1: weird thing though about Tennessee is that Memphis doesn't look like it belongs in Tennessee. Yeah.
0: Well, I never been there. The only thing I've driven
1: through it, and it's it's rough.
0: Well, I know it's it's kind of like on a little sliver. It's like at the corner.
1: It's yeah, it's right there next to the Arkansas, Mississippi, and like the boot of Missouri. It's like in that area, but it's like it's like when I was driving through it, it looked like someone took a chunk of Chicago, like downtown (laughs) Chicago plant, put it in that area, and then just let it grow. <laughs> it's like brick, like, uh, community housing, like that, that 60s, 70s brick
0: community mm-hmm. housing
1: that they did, and, like, it's just, even from the interstate, you could tell, like, this that, that city's rough. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I have to drive through this in traffic? Oh, my gosh.
0: No, I get that. And then I,
1: the last time I was out there, it was when the I-40 bridge had the crack yeah, they found a big massive crack in the beams and on the road so they had to shut the interstate bridge that crossed the river down and so everyone had to go on the I-55 bridge. So that was terrible because now you got everyone trying to get out of Memphis or going into Memphis using instead of two bridges, using one. And I I was lucky to get Past that, and on my way to, like I think I was going to. Oh yeah, that's I had a I pulled a load out of Alabama, okay. and that went to California, okay. and so that was that was a dog food load.
0: Oh, I bet. And uh, oh, yeah. I can of understand about a dog food. Yeah. So like, like here at FedEx, we get like a bunch of like Chewy. That's the that's the number one brand we get. Yeah. I
1: pulled out of. Oh, no. a,
0: oh my gosh, it's insane. It's brutal.
1: I didn't know this, but apparently, um, I don't know which way it is, but Schmucker's either owns Purina or Purina owns Schmucker's. I'm not sure how the relationships is, but. I went to a smucker's sh- facility. think I was picking up jam. Nope, dog food. Dog food. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and that was, and then, uh, and I I was just imagining. It was like in the middle of summer, too. So I'm just imagining what the the trailer smelled <laughs> when it's like 85, 90 oh, degrees I, I, outside. I, I have an idea because. And, and it's
0: like just dog food. No, I have an idea, too, because we have the 50 foot. Uh, 53 foot trailers and most of this and once in a while there'd be like a chew filled up with chewy boxes and that's just like like 90 of it's like dog food and man it can kind of get a little stuffy in there because it's like (sighs) and then what's uh, on top of that they're heavy too like Mm -hmm. those those things are heavy like on average it's like 60 to 70 pounds of dog food because well the thing is they have like well dude it's a workout by the end of it there's one kid he actually i used to work with he uh, he did, like, the chewy full-on, and his arms were dead at the end of the day. Like, when he got home later that day, he was, like, he couldn't move his arms because it, it, was just, like, it was just something that he wasn't used to. Like, no one's really used to it until you have to get, like, until you start doing it every day. Yeah. And so, it's brutal.
1: Yeah, no, they're, with uh, 28 pallets, it's 44,000 pounds.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do pallets. it's just stuff every box. It's kind of like Tetris. Yeah. Oh. Dude, so pretty much we have to unload How it. Why would they do that? I guess because we do, on average, we do like between 16, 14 to 16K a, uh, a day. Because today we did 14K. Yesterday we Pounds? Did, like, no. Pieces. Pieces. Like, oh, oh, pieces. Yeah. Four, oh. 14,000 boxes in pa- or pieces of products or packages, whatever. Oh, wow. Freight pretty much That's the technical number. It's like yes. 14,000 Pieces of freight And so it, it got brutal Like the other day It got really brutal Because we had NCs Which are, it's which means it's Non-conveyorable It's like these big Boxes that you can't Put on the conveyor belt oh. And they're heavy too oh. So pretty no. much It's like We had to fill Like today Like like we filled up Like There was like six pallets We filled them all up To the top We actually have People have to like Stack them And then we just All of them Almost all of them was like taller than me, if I stand next to him. Wow, that. Yeah, I'll just drive. Yeah, yeah.
1: Screw that. <laughs> yeah, and that, and
0: that's the thing too. I'm calling it good here at FedEx because it's been three years now since I started. FedEx was like only a spot where, like during the pandemic when the pandemic hit, it was pretty much the only place I was hiring. Yeah, because no one else was. So everything was shut down or it had to be distant So it was just weird, weird timing. So.
1: So you're just in the warehouse, or do you actually
0: deliver? No, I'm in the warehouse. Okay. So pretty much, we load the trucks. We are pretty much, what I do is unload, which is like there's like six doors that we, you know, we unload the trailers, Mm -hmm. and then those then that freight goes onto conveyor belts that get transported to the belt lines. We have three of them, Mm. and so and then from the belt lines, that's where the the delivery trucks are. Like, uh,
1: is it like uh, a warehouse, or is it like a cross dock situation where it's like? It's, like, a like a straight dock, and then, like, the trailers make a U, and mm-hmm. then you can cross... over. Or is it just, like, a normal warehouse where nope. you just pull...
0: Normal warehouse. okay. Okay. Well, the thing is, it's, like, the more normal warehouse, but it has, like, the belt lines going through yeah, where... No,
1: I get that. Yeah. Okay. It, the, the reason why I asked is because, like, the, there's, like, a FedEx drop yard. It's, like, out mm-hmm. in Hermiston. Okay. And they have the cross-dock situation, and uh, then, like, literally you. down the road, Old Dominion, same setup. Okay. So, it's, like, they... Cause it's like Oregon allows triples, right? So three trailers being pulled by a semi, but California and Washington only allow doubles. Okay. So like, what they what they literally will do is they'll run triples to either Portland, like Portland to uh, Medford, mm-hmm. or to Hermiston with three, and then they'll drop one. And then have two continuing to the next state.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like our FedEx from time to time. That's what it's used just for. It's like a drop off point for mm-hmm. some re- weird reason. Like we yeah. they drop like at one point they dropped off a fifty three, and then later on that they pick up another fifty three and take it up. We parried, mm-hmm. cause, well at that time during that time we were I guess the Portland hub was uh, running out of like fifty three foot trailers and they needed them, and so for me it's like well we have like a ton of them here just take them all. Yeah, and so
1: yeah the pandemic was a logistical nightmare for life. So, it was just a nightmare and journey. even right now it's it's a nightmare. You should hear what freight is going for
0: freight like what's it going like, for like
1: so so in a optimally, you want like two dollars and seventy five cents a mile like okay. that's like what you want, Because okay. that's gonna pay for fuel, okay. it's gonna pay the driver, everything, and right now. Uh, like just the other week, something happened at the ports in like Long Beach in L.A. Mm. Something happened. I can't remember if it was like a labor issue or something, like worker dock worker issue or something. Mm, yeah. All the brokers, all the brokerages across the United States dropped their rates to a dollar fifty. That's a quite mile. A,
0: that's quite a chunk. Yeah.
1: So now think about it this way, right? If you have a Three thousand five, three thousand mile load, right? Mm. And you're being paid a buck fifty a mile.
0: It's kind of not worth it, yeah. Especially in the gas, just in gas alone. Oh I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's worth it.
1: And like right now, um,
0: what was it two something two seventy five? Two
1: seventy five is where you want to be, and, and they're like and a they whole drop... dollar twenty five under it. Oh
0: god, no! no and no, no, the no. pro
1: is the problem is too is um there's like a lot of these um. It's- truckers that are like independent or like small trucking companies that are yeah. so desperate just to keep running mm. that they're taking these horrible rates. Oh, I so bet. like so here so here's a crazy statistic. Knight Swift, which okay. is the biggest trucking company in the US. Yeah. Schneider, Werner, all the big guys. They make up 1% of all the trucks on the road. Oh god. So even if like Knight Swift, Werner, Hartland Schneider, uh, you name it. Anyone that has a, that you see constantly on the interstate, if they all banded together, oh my god, they, they couldn't do anything.
0: Really? Yeah. Because because. Is it because are they too expensive, or is it just not worth it because the, the rate was so low?
1: No, because there's three hundred seventy five thousand trucking companies in the country.
0: Oh wow! Most of
1: them are owner ops. People that just own their own truck. Oh, okay. So, so, and if I remember right, there's, I heard something like there's four to, four to five million truck drivers. Okay. So, and, and night Swift is only like 48,000. So, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you had like 48,000 worth of trucks and say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to accept this. Well, the broker's just pay someone else. Because there's always another truck waiting. Yeah. There's such a huge surplus of trucks right now. I bet. Um, There was a thing, there was like a panic at the very beginning of May where they were saying that if rates didn't go up by Memorial Day, you were going to start seeing trucking companies just fall off the cliff. Oh, God.
0: Well, that's the thing with UPS. That's what just happened, too. It's like they were about to go on strike because of their shipping conditions. Mm -hmm. Apparently they wanted ACs. They were about... And FedEx was like ready to go because we had like a safety meeting. They said, like, UPS. Well, this is like last month or earlier mm-hmm. this month, like the, the seventh, the ninth of this month. So, what ended up happening is like we're the safety meeting, they gave us all the trainers and talks. And, and for me, as a switcher, mm-hmm. they gave us the details like, UPS has everything in order to go on strike, they're just waiting to pull the trigger. That's all I have to do. And because, and because of that. They like FedEx was going to come in and start picking up the tab, and so because of that, that's you know we were going to be insanely busy. We we're going to be like, for me, I was excited too because I'll be getting more hours. I'll be doing a whole bunch of more stuff. But unfortunately, well, thankfully, that you know, in a way where it's like good for them that they finally figured it out. But for us, it's kind of like we missed out on yeah. something.
1: Yeah, like... And um, then,
0: I can only imagine... And then we're, like, going to be, like... We're kind of a small yard, too, to begin with. And so it's going to be, like, a disaster. Like a nightmare. Yeah. To, like, park all the trailers and stuff like that.
1: XBO was having issues, too. Um, I read an article in Freight, rate, freight Waves mm. recently that, like, XBO and YRC Yellow mm. and somebody else, I can't remember off the top of my head, that last quarter they, like, lost a whole bunch of money. And we're talking about people that are doing basically the same thing as FedEx and UPS. Okay. You know, so it's like, here they are, like, missing, they're, like, didn't hit their uh, quarterly revenue um, projections and stuff. I think the other one was, uh, I I never know how to pronounce it. I think it's pronounced Estes, mm. or Estes or whatever. They okay. got that really weird name from Arkansas, but but yeah, they're even they are struggling and they're doing the whole day cab, double triple trailer situation like FedEx and UPS and they're
0: yeah once in a while much, I see I see the triple cabs or not the triple the triple trailers yeah like once in a while. Yeah. And so I was kind of waiting on, like, for us to actually come in, for, like, a triple trailer to come in and just drop off it, all the trailers. So, yeah. I was waiting for that to happen, but. Most of the time, though, they like to keep those
1: suckers moving well, bet. between the borders. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because they go from big yard to big yard. Oh, okay. Because they got to be able to swing around and then detach and then. The driver can put them. Yeah, in the we we doors. can't do it. Yeah, yeah. we're not big so, enough for that. So yeah,
0: they tried doing that next to the next to our facility. Like the like one of our old managers, like our head honcho manager, tried to convince the landlord, the person that owned the property, to actually buy this lot next to us. That way, we have more parking, and then we can do more stuff with trailers. But they didn't budge. Yeah. So they just did like a trailer barn, pretty much what it sort of became over in Onsville. I don't know if you ever been to Amazon. Facility, oh, over there by the jails and Home yeah. Depot. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much where our that's our FedEx right over there. It's like Amazon, then right across the street is FedEx. And so,
1: yeah, I've been in and out of that Home Depot DC okay. numerous times. I actually watched that Amazon facility be built. I I
0: seen it once or twice, just seeing it go up. It's like dang. actually, no, I don't think I have. I've seen it, just seen it, just like when built, back.
1: have you been like north lately, like around Woodburn?
0: I was there, but I don't think I went that far so so Amazon built
1: another facility. I saw
0: that i know i I see right
1: next to Winco and that facility is massive i've
0: been I've been to it I've seen it built being built. I don't think I've seen it completely because I was I don't think I was paying attention to it, but the thing is it's just like just seeing it like go up again,'m i like, oh my god was, yeah. it was just for me it was just random, just seeing it go up. I'm like, this yeah, is weird. it was
1: also random too, 'cause like everyone was like, oh okay, Salem's getting a Amazon DC, woohoo, and then then they start building one in Woodburn and everyone was like, You just built one. Yeah. You just built one and then the, the what the excuse that I heard was is that the Woodburn one is technically a Portland D C because they're the um Amazon in Portland is Oddly enough, I know where that is. It's off of North Marine Drive, yeah. um, out by Kelly Point. It's right there where the Willamette goes into the Columbia. That facility, and there's another one. They're at max capacity, <laughs> so Amazon is is out of control. They need to be stopped. And <laughs> they just built another facility in Woodburn, and it's like not even going to handle, from what I heard, like anything south. It's just another Portland. DC basically mm. to handle all the freight in Portland.
0: That's what happened with us. They, we had like a bunch of like, we were like overloaded. And to at some point, like when the pandemic hit, we were just overloaded. And then I think it was like Sherwood or Sheridan, like something I don't think it's Sheridan, but like I think, but somewhere up north around that area that they built another FedEx facility and they actually took over that. Oh
1: no, not Sherwood. Sheridan Sher- was like a small town that's like. Heading towards the coast, 18 Sherwood is right next to Tualatin. So yeah, that's, that's that's where that's where the, that's yeah. where it
0: is. That's where they put another facility there, and it's just like it was kind of nice at first because we weren't like overwhelmed, but at the same time, we lost so many hours. Yeah, like, we got budget bunch For me, I was bum- I, like, for me, at the same time, I was like excited for it, but because I was going to school at the same time. Mm. But now that I'm done with school, I graduated and everything. It's like I need more hours. Are so- you
1: getting a week then?
0: I'm getting like twenty five hours a week. Yeah, just barely scraping by. I'm doing fine, but it's just like, oh man, it's just terrible.
1: I had a full time job, forty out forty hours a week, and I'm I was just scraping by because they were paying me twenty bucks an hour. This desk job that I just oh, yeah. my this desk job I just got laid yeah. off from.
0: Oh, you got laid off from it? Yeah. I thought they
1: yeah. So so that's why my whole month has been crap is because, like, I had some personal issues in the beginning of the month happened, and then on Monday, my the VP of the company I work for, he literally came up to me, and he's like, hey, so, since we're downsizing, and this person has left, and this person's moving, and we're getting rid of all these trucks, because, you know, whatever, uh, you either can be, you can take a layoff right now, like today, or you can get back in the truck. Um. And I'm like, it would have been nice to know this, like, two weeks ahead of time. Uh. And he just dropped the ball on me. So that's that's why uh, I I told you earlier I had to go pick up the truck because oh, okay. the truck was in the shop, and that's what I'm going to be using from Wednesday to uh, the 12th, 13th, because oh, my mom's going to be coming into town. Okay. So I have to go back on the road for a little bit. Oh gosh. And then I was like, like he just drops the ball on me, and then like all my plans with this company like basically imploded. Yeah. Because. Like, I talked to another vice president in the company and was trying to become a carrier rep for okay. them on their brokerage side. Okay. So, like, long story short, I would be the person that would get freight from a sales rep, Okay. put it on a load board, and then find someone to pick the load in, and then, you know, we do a transaction. But they don't have any openings. Oh, my God. Because freight is crap. So, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to go back to my former employer and get on their georgia pacific i five north dedicated, yeah, and just make two fifty to two eighty a day oh, that's and not just too bad. and yeah, and just you know try to be out for like five six days, and then come home, or like if I get back to Salem, I'll just run home, spend the night, come back, and whatever, but it honestly like i was like like he gave me no notice, and I'm about to give him no notice that I'm leaving, oh God. Yeah, it's dumb. This economy is absolutely terrible.
0: No, I get that. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's because for me, it's like right now, like, as far as I I can tell, as far as I know, teaching. It's like that's why I want to go back to Conneaut Falls. It's because of the teaching. I got my degree. I'm like, okay, I might as well use it. FedEx has served me well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket just in case if nothing goes wrong because they already have a FedEx facility down in Conneaut Falls as well.
1: Yeah, right, right on the runway.
0: Yeah. So we have like access to the airport or something like that. But not compared to like the one in Memphis. Oh my god, that thing is huge. Yeah. Ten thousand employees, dude. That's like the head hunt. That's like the main that's like the heartbeat of the company. Do you like, know what you should do
1: at yeah. like nine, ten o'clock Pacific time? Ugh. You go online and you go to Flight Radar twenty four. Flight Radar twenty four. Yeah. You go on there. And watch all the planes in the air. Oh my god! Because here's what happens. Right around that time is when airports start to slowly, you know, shut down for the night. Cause a lot of these airports they have like the cities have sound ordinances or oh. there's,
0: or whatever. Oh so
1: they, they like commercial. Well, no, no, no. Passenger airlines stop. No one wants to do a 1am flight. No, most passengers. I did. Don't. I did
0: an overnight flight. Yeah.
1: But most don't. Oh, okay. You, you might have one or two red eyes. Yeah. But, like, it's at 1 a.m., it is way less busy than, like, 1 p.m. Yeah, I get that. But, totally right. but, watch Memphis and then Louisville, Kentucky oh my God. around this time. It is funny because, like, while the rest of the U.S. is, like, quieting down, you see the last planes land at... PDX, CTAC, or whatever, you start to see these like every minute. 757s, <laughs> 747s, 777s, you know, of, of the freighter variety, and they just start leaving these two airports. <laughs> and then you'll see like U- UPS um, UPS's facility in Oakland, they'll mm. start to wake up. And so oh, it starts God. doing flights. And then FedEx's little hub in Oakland starts to wake up, so you see FedEx and UPS flying across the U.S., doing all the stuff, and they just do all the nighttime freight. And then you like see like DHL and like Atlas and Pol- and Polaris and all these other like mm. smaller freights, uh, air freight airlines. They start doing their stuff okay. all at night.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, what is it? What's the website called? Uh, Flight Radar 24. Flight Radar 24. I Because yeah. I've seen a video of it where it's like, it wasn't just, it was pretty much just airplanes in general. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, little by little, you see the whole, like, especially across the country, yeah. it just starts, like, picking up. Especially, like, in Europe, it mm-hmm. just starts blowing up.
1: And then you'll, yeah, and then it's kind of funny, at a certain time, you'll start seeing all the cross-Atlantic uh, cross flights. And so they, they come in waves. So you'll see all the ones growing east. And they're, like, going from up the East Coast, and they'll go through Newfoundland, and then they go over, like, Iceland, and then they come down. And then, like, at a certain time, everything reverses. <laughs> but it's, like, the same thing in the U.S. And then what's even crazier is that um, Ontario, California, just outside of L.A., mm-hmm. that airport's also huge UPS and FedEx hub. Okay. But Ontario is where all of their cross-Atlantic stuff happens. Okay. And including um Boeing Field. Okay. So at night, if you watch it, you'll see like all the freight that comes from California to Hawaii. Hmm. You'll see UPS and FedEx just take off heading for Honolulu or Kauai or Kona or um Lehui and, and on Kauai. And then you'll see the fights to Guam. And then you see flights to Tokyo, and they just just start leaving Jeez. all at once. That's cool, And it's like round the clock. Take and because Ontario California's airport, mm. even though there's passenger service there, it's the it's like the best freight port. What that? It's because it's like because what was the last what was the first time you've heard probably of Ontario California? Probably just now. Probably. Yeah, like it's like one of those big cities in the LA area that like it's there. But, like no one really hears of so like when people fly to la they just want to go to lax but they mm-hmm. don't know that they can fly into long beach or ontario california and get a way cheaper flight
0: oh yeah that's the same thing with medford like down like and same thing with Columbus, falls it's like cheaper flights i think colina falls is getting an airport too or they already got one but i haven't heard much of it. a oh, new
1: airline an I, airline well they had that Penn air but that was a disaster
0: was it yeah so, like... Because I know, like, from, like, in Medford, you you know, that's, like, the next best thing instead yeah. of, like, going well, that all the way to... the
1: Penn Air disaster. Yeah. So, they had Penn Air, which isn't that... So, I'm an aviation nerd, so yeah, this is where it's going to come out. So, fine. like, Penn Air is, like, out of Alaska or something. Okay. But they had a hub in Portland. And then when they, you know, they they were like, oh, well, cloud Falls is this, you know, big, big runway airport. We need to, like, row into that because Whoa. Sky West left. And um
0: Oh was that was that our airline Yeah, team?
1: well the reason why they left is because the glorious and infinitely wisdom of the Klamath Falls City Council decided to raise the landing and take off fees, which is how airports make money. What? I did not know that. Yeah, so so this is how airports make money. They charge by the pound
0: uh, to
1: when you land and take off. Oh, okay. So, like for example, if you have a seven forty seven, they might charge like I don't know. Let's just throw a number, like five dollars a pound. Okay. And so, so now you got to imagine what the empty landing take—not the empty, but the landing take uh, landing weight of a seven forty seven, and you times it by X, and that's how much per plane each airport makes. Well, what Klamath Falls City Council did was, is they're like, oh, well, even though SkyWest only has two flights a day, let's, like, increase X by a certain amount. And then SkyWest was like, that's cool. Uh, this is no longer profitable. Screw you guys. We're out of here. And that's why Klamath Falls lost it.
0: What can I imagine? And you then Air comes
1: back and they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll agree to this. And then the, that airline collapsed because a woman was stealing money out of the airline. and It was this whole big disaster. And oh, God. Yeah, we
0: had something good. I, I know.
1: I, I I don't like Southwest because, like, I have mixed feelings about Southwest, but I kind of wish Southwest would just go to Klamath. Gotcha.
0: At least it's something. Probably. At least it's something. It's because, like a good... Well, because I did United Airlines. They were pretty good. I like that.
1: Yeah, well, United has... Well, SkyWest runs in the background, and so they do stuff for, like, United, Delta, Mm. Alaska. Like, they run, like, the... They're, like... There's, like, a whole industry of, like, these small airlines that you've never heard of. Mm. Because they put on the mask of the bigger airlines.
0: Oh. Like,
1: there's a Wisconsin
0: Air. It's like a branch.
1: Yeah. Well, no, they're... What they are is they're, like... They're, like, FedEx contractors. Like, it says FedEx on the side of the truck, but, you know, that small print says... You know, so and so contracting. Yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. like that's like what these guys are like. There's Air Wisconsin. You've never heard of Air Wisconsin, but you've probably been on their airplane if you've ever done like a short commute
0: mm-hmm. from
1: like Medford or Eugene or even BDX to like San Francisco. Okay. You might not have known that, but you are te- technically not on United or Delta or uh, or American. You are on. Um, you know, uh, Republic Airways. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. that that's and that's like another one out there. It's okay. really... really I, I can
0: understand it too because that's what it happens was like when I flew from PDX, I went to South Car- Charlotte, South Carolina, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yeah. Which one? Whichever one.
1: Yeah.
0: South. Yeah, because it was right next to Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. So, Charlotte's
1: in South Carolina.
0: So I went to Charlotte and then flew back to Memphis or to back to Nashville, which is kind of weird. But the thing is like. From, like, Charlotte back to Nashville, it was kind of, like, a smaller plane, so that could have been, like, a good advantage for United States. More
1: likely that was Republic Probably, Airways.
0: Yeah, it's probably, like, you know. Because
1: Republic Airways is out of Indianapolis, so they're right okay. there.
0: So, prob- that's probably why, what it was. So, I can understand that, yeah. That yeah, it's sense. a
1: weird, weird contract. Like, a lot of the, the like, Alaska kind of does it with their own planes, because, like, a lot of them, like, the smaller commute ones, mm. they're either operated by SkyWest or Horizon. Oh, okay. But you don't see that. okay. You don't see that on the tail. It just says Alaska. Okay. But the pilots are...
0: So it's kind of like a branch. So, so if you think yeah. of it, it's like Southwest is like Nike, and then they're the off-brands like Jordan. Kind of, yeah. Y- something like that. Just to understand yeah. a little bit better. Okay.
1: Alaska used to go to Clamo Falls, but I they thought... pulled out okay.
0: a long time ago. God, we had an airport. I know at one point... Especially when I was in high school, we actually had like a legit airport at one point in time. Yeah. We actually had something legit, and then I remember the
1: days when I was young when I could see horizon, um, prop, turbo props land at Kingsley. Yeah, like like they would. Uh, That's they our would, biggest
0: flexes because we have the biggest strip on the west coast. Ten
1: thousand eight, uh, no, ten thousand eight hundred fifty-three feet, something like that. Something yeah. like that. The only other air, so like the only other runways that are bigger are. The two that are up in Moses Lake,
0: because that
1: used to be an Air Force base. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's like 13,000 feet long, and the other one's like 15,000 feet long. Yeah. And then, like, of course, like, I think I think SeaTac has one that's, like, slightly longer. It's like 12,000 feet. It has to be for a 747. Right.
0: And then, like, I know... Because we were supposed to get the airport that Medford has... But I guess due to some, like, money stuff or something, like local stuff. I'm going to just
1: be honest with you. You want to know what's 100% <laughs> the problem with Crater Lake, <laughs> with Crater Lake, Klamath Falls Regional Airport is? What? It's the city government.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they own the airport. Oh. They've owned the airport since the city's founding. Okay. So, like, the air guard, the military part of it, they're literally just renters. okay. That whole airport is controlled by the city government. It's what? it's it's in the city limits. If you ever look at the mm. city limits of Klamath Falls, it's freaking weird. Like, you got the whole main chunk, right? And then it follows Lake Iwana, and then it hits BNSF and Union Pacific's railroad tracks, and then it just follows to the airport and then balloons. It's so crazy. But yeah, it's their fault. <laughs> it's legitimately their fault. They're just like, well... We're not making as much money, so we're gonna have these super high rates because we need to recuperate as much money as possible well, there's like, no
0: there's no other competition either there's no yeah like the only thing you know people are more willing to drive to Medford because it's like a sure for sure thing because it's been there well, you yeah, know you got Alaska,
1: you got Southwest, you got Sun Country, you got the connecting flights like flights for Delta American and United out of there.
0: If they're really desperate, come fall, should go de- Spirit Airlines. If they're really desperate.
1: Well, Spirit's being bought out by JetBlue, so... Oh. so oof. Yeah,
0: JetBlue's another one I keep forgetting. There's yeah. just so
1: many. But in, re- in reality, Allegiant, because they're right out of Vegas. Okay. So, Allegiant and Southwest. Probable or Frontier. If if just one of those. So just, so- just 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 one of them. Decided to have, like, I don't know, a flight from Portland to Klamath. A flight from Klamath to like maybe San Francisco, maybe have one go to Reno. I'm not sure or Vegas. Mm. I think I think a Klamath
0: to Vegas one might work. That would be probably well. It's, yeah, it's just straight down instead of going to PDX and then just fly down. Yeah, because more than more, a lot of people are like mo- kind of like more willing to like drive down to Vegas. Yeah, well, because it's a little bit it's a little bit cheaper. I'm like, I'd well, the just- only
1: problem, yeah, like the problem with going to Vegas from Klamath Falls, it's like you have to. If you want to fly, you have to get up super super early in the morning. Yeah. Go to Medford. You got to figure out where to you park your f- car.
0: Actually, and I would I like, would have like so like a sibling or a friend of mine like drive exactly take me. I'm like I'll pay for the gas if you take me
1: yeah, exactly. But if you just I don't know one of these airlines just needs to like go 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 to Clamwell Falls, strong arm the city government to lower their rates just for a bit, just <laughs> to make it worth it and do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it's just been, yeah. That's right, we need to clean up that lake. That lake is disgusting. I talked to this dude that I sold my truck to, that he had, there's like an old car still down there. Like this old 1970s dude, car. Dude, there,
1: there is so much stuff in that lake, I
0: almost don't want to know. I mean, I can only imagine there'd probably be like some crime, I've been, some murders. I've been, I've, I've, been
1: share, I've been sharing a meme that's been going around because of apparently, that whole sub thing.
0: Apparently, there's like myth of like, like, can we have like our own version of the Loch Ness monsters down there? I'm like, I yeah, doubt there's it.
1: supposedly a sturgeon that's like 300 years old. That's like super big in that lake. I kind of doubt that. That's that's the rumor. I
0: doubt that. No, I'm sure we have sturgeon, but yeah. not that kind of like, not that mythological. That's what they say. But, you know, you wouldn't know because you can't see two feet in that lake. It's because it's so murky. And then when out, especially during the summer, the algae well, just comes out of Well, yeah, of because
1: Klamath, Klamath, Upper Klamath Lake is a shallow lake. So the sun goes from the top of the water, hits the bottom, and then bounces up. Yeah, so, like, it warms while, up. while most lakes are, like, 65, 40 degrees, Upper Klamath Lake is, like, 70. It's, like, the prime temperature for algae.
0: Well, once upon a time, like, Klamath Lake was, like especially around Moore Par- yeah, Park, it was actually like a swimming hole. Like, it was actually like the perfect swimming mm-hmm. hole. Now it's just like... You want to know why,
1: though? Why? Well, it's a shallow lake, so you got... It's pretty hot. Yeah. But then, since it's right up against the Cascades, there's a high amount of phosphorus in the lake. Uh. And then you got every single runoff yeah. from anything. Like fertilizers, you know a lot any, of farming any, it. Yeah, exactly. It's like agriculture waste. You got the waste from people who just live on the shore. Like it's
0: Well, especially like the farming areas, especially like when you go to when you to Klamath and up there. Yeah. Fort Klamath and you especially trying to go to like Lake of the Woods, there's like those areas where it's just runoff and so Yeah, it's yeah. It, what it needs is, to
1: happen is it needs to be dredged. But here's the problem with that. So I found this out. Because I wanted to figure out what was stopping, you know, Klamath, Upper Klamath Lake getting cleaned mm-hmm. yeah. up. Yeah. So, so, so this is what I found out. Okay. United States Department of Fish and Wildlife, they own the lake.
0: What? They okay?
1: yep. United States Department of Fish and Wildlife own the physical lake. And they control the water in it. Okay. But then you got the Bureau of Reclamation that controls the Klamath Canal. Mm. And all of the wetland preservation stuff, but then you have also have Bureau of Land Management that's involved. So there's three federal agencies, and we're not even done. And then
0: that's just, that's just like the top of it. That's
1: just the federal government. So
0: those are like the three head honchos, at yeah. least. But yeah,
1: but then when they wrote the treaty for the Klamath, Modoc, and Yahooskin tribes for Klamoya and all that.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I was like, they oh,
1: they gave oh the God. tribes. Executive con- uh executive not control um authority authority on what happens to oh, the lake. Okay. So we got three federal three federal agencies, then we got the natives, mm. okay, we got the tribal government, yeah, then you got the state of Oregon, Klamath County, Klamath Falls, and then you got that um that Klamath Basin water authority, like, government agency thing that's trying to advocate for, like, water know. conservation. Yeah. So, they got all these people involved. And, basically, every summer, they all argue what happens to the lake. Oh, my God. And, and, and like, the state has, I found this out from just research. Um, the state's tried to dredge the lake numerous times. Like the or state of Oregon said, hey, we need to increase the water capacity of the of the lake so it can be better for farming. So they wanted to go in there and like dredge like twenty feet off the Jeez. bottom and just just and but but also what's funny is that there's a false bottom for the lake because there's so much dead decaying matter on the bottom of the lake, oh. it's like six feet deep. Oh my God. So now just imagine the ag the ag agricultural gold mine. It would be to suck all that sh- that stuff up at the bottom of the lake and just throw it in the middle of the field. All that phosphorus, all that rotting organic matter. Oh my gosh! It would just this just give it. a huge boost in the arm of all the farmers.
0: Especially like was, you know those fields like going across, like right next to like when you're going to Clamoya, especially the Highway 97. Yeah. like that's just perfect right yeah. there. they like we and so like the state wanted to do it,
1: but the the tribes told them no. And then the government told them no, because the they, government has to answer to the tribes in this case. Yeah. And then that's also why, like, and then the Bureau of, uh, Bureau of Reclamation, they, like, go out of their way to, like, fan the flames of this stuff, because they'll go out and just turn off the pumps out of the lake. They'll just go out and turn them off, and the farmers are like, what are you doing? Mm. And, then, and then all the BLM does is they go, oh, well, we just need to make sure that, like, our land, it's, like down by Merrill and stuff gets irrigated so they don't care. They just take whatever water that comes through the canals. It's it's so dumb. And, like, I get it. The native, the, the, the Klamath, Modoc Yahoo Skin, they, they've been treated poorly. I get that. But whoever decided to give them that kind of authority was politically dumb. Because they only just use it to mess with people. That's my tinfoil hat theory. <laughs> 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 Cause, cause well, the, like, I
0: remember, like, when God I remember I was in elementary school when it all happened, when it all went down with the sucker fish. The sucker fish. The yeah. whole like we well you we can't drain the water because we have the sucker fish. And then the farmer's like, Well, we need water for our crops and yeah. our fields.
1: You realize the sucker fish is that little fish that people buy mm. to put in their fish tanks that everyone calls the vacuum fish? Yeah. That's literally what it is. I thought
0: yeah, I thought it was a bigger fish, but it's well, just Well no, a they small they, they
1: get bigger. Like if those little vacuum fish, oh, like okay. if you let them grow yeah. Like, they'll get huge, but like, that's the same fish family.
0: Once in a while, you'll see like a sticker, like in Clown Falls on, on a truck yeah. or on a car. I'm like, like Some sucker stole my the, water. Or something, or like, you yeah. know, the water brigade of like 2000 something or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Like, what year was it? I can't. That remember. was
1: 2002,
0: dude. Okay. I was dude. in junior high, and my brother was in high school. And what I ended up having, with my brother, especially, they were like in class. The teacher would just stop abruptly and just start like, "Okay, let's talk over about this this you know, this discussion about the water brigade and everything." Like I rem- like I remember seeing the newspaper. Like downtown was just like all these marches, all these protests, and everything like leading up to the courts.
1: So funny thing about that, the FBI showed up. What? Yeah. They showed up because they were trying to enforce the federal mandate of shutting that stuff off. Because, once again, the tribe said to shut it off. Mm. So the FBI had to show up and enforce it. So, like, all the... uh, This is what I heard. I heard this from Klamath Falls cops. Okay, so this is who I heard from. And, of course, it was in the news, too. But the FBI showed up, told the Klamath Falls City Police and the Klamath County deputies and the state patrol to start arresting people that were doing the Bucket Brigade. And all three agencies just walked away and said, nope, you do it. Aww. And they only had like 10 FBI agents, something like that. And he goes, so you have a Bucket Brigade from KU all the way to Veterans Park. Jeez. It's like two and a half miles. That's quite a And that's a lot of people. That is. That's like, that's not, that's a small army. And you have like these small.
0: Do we still have the bucket in front of the court? The big one. Yeah, last that... time
1: I saw, it was still there. Okay,
0: because I know that was as a, there as a placement to yeah to commemorate that whole thing or something like that, honor <laughs> or something. It was just to like a reminder of like yeah. the whole thing. But like,
1: it, I think the lake needs to be dredged because because it makes sense because if you dredge the lake during the winter time. Any rain or any snow that goes in the lake will just make it, you know, f- help fill it up for the summer. Yeah, and you know, the more water in the lake, the more people, everyone gets to have. Yeah, and but I, it's just politics, really. It there's there's no there's no logic in the argument against dredging. What they like to say is, oh well, if you dredge the lake, you can harm the fish in the lake. Rivers and lakes get dredged all the time. Yeah. And if you're really that worried, where's your money going towards a sort of um, uh, breeding program for the suckerfish? If you're really that worried about it, you would be like, you know, having some, like, building an aquarium as, like, a tourist attraction or something. And, like, showing off the, you know, indigenous wildlife Mm. Of the lake and maybe have like a zoo like thing or something, but they no they, they just want to have the casino, the hotel, the truck stop, and then they just mess with people when it comes to the water stuff. It's like people gotta have water.
0: Yeah, no, it's just weird. Like we're lucky to have like especially the mountains that we have down there, like you know filled up with snow, especially when it like during the springtime where it just gets covered. Mm -hmm. Like and we get you know we get dump with a whole bunch of stuff. Like even Crater Lake right now still has snow, which is insane. Yeah, Like, we get, like, insane amount of snow up there, and that's actually helps, you know...
1: California got no. 780 inches of snow this winter. <laughs> Lake Shasta, have you been down there recently? I've
0: never been. I haven't been down there in years, okay. but I've I seen the so, before and after.
1: Yeah, so, it's, when it's, I was incredible. driving truck... The last time I came up through there, which was, oh shoot, that had to have been like in September, mm-hmm. October sometime. um, The Lake Shasta was so low that practically speaking, it was just an extension of the Pitt River.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That's all it was. It was like a, last month, there was a video that got posted. Not only did like the water level came back up to the original bathroom mm. level. Yeah. Like that that's like 150 feet of water.
0: I know. I saw the photos. It was just insane where it's like barren and then all of a sudden it was just like filled up to the, like it was yeah. just incredible. It was just Like, like
1: Whiskeytown Lake's reservoir got filled up. All these places got filled up. And what's even crazier is even though right now it's getting warm, we're going to be in a El Nino event. But they're already predicting, like, the next couple years, we're going to have really wet winters. That's good. Oh,
0: wet. Wet. Wet winters. So it's not going to, we're not going to get a whole lot of snow, more rain. No, no, we're going to get snow. Oh, okay. Never mind.
1: Yeah. But, and it was weird because I, when I was seeing all this stuff with the winter and how, like, Wyoming, oh my gosh, Wyoming was terrible this winter. It was barely, like, I 80 was barely open.
0: No, I remember you sent me the text or you you told me about, like, oh, you sent me on Snapchat, like, you know, 80, like, Highway 80 was just barely, like, visible. Like, yeah. You, weren't, you were, like, you got I, actually... got
1: I got stuck in Ogden, Utah, for four days. I remember
0: that. I it remember that. You're, know, like, on I'm, I'm day two. It
1: was New Year's Day and Eve.
0: Yeah, I remember that. It's, like, day two. Here I am still in freaking Utah. I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah,
1: because they closed it. And then, then what, they opened were, it.
0: Were you coming back or going to... I was
1: going to Iowa. Oh. And so so, when it opened, I... I punctured through, got all the way to North Platte, Nebraska, from uh, from Ogden, Utah. That was a that was a drive. Oh, I bet that was a drive. Then the next day, I I drove into Carroll, Iowa, delivered it at this load at the last possible minute. I had like thirty minutes left, or else I was gonna have to sit on the load for over the weekend. Oh wow! Yeah. So I got in, and Holy then like, crap, and then like really on my way, it. yeah, on my way in, um, like that took two days. And then, uh, so, like, so this is what happened. So, after I fueled up in Cheyenne, after I left Ogden, and 10 minutes after getting back on the road in Cheyenne, I was heading to the Nebraska border, they re-shut down
0: I-80. For
1: the rest of the night and the next day. So, I got to North Platte, Nebraska, shut down that night, still closed. Got up the next morning, went to Carroll, Iowa, barely made it, delivered the load, and then they're like, oh, go pick up this Old Dominion transfer load from Omaha to Seattle. I'm like, okay. So I just spun my wheels around. It was like snowing in Iowa, and I'm just like, I gotta, I am i don't care anymore. And I just put my truck in the left lane and just 72'd as it's snowing. Just 72 miles per hour, just down 80. You're
0: lucky that oh, thing didn't flip yeah, and around. Just,
1: well, the road was still like Drivable. It was oh. just it, like it hit. Just starts snowing. Everyone oh, okay. else was like in the right lane. Everyone was freaking out. I'm just like, you were just like
0: flooring just, it. Just
1: flooring it. Right. Got to got to Omaha. Got loaded up. Drove to um, Grand Island, Nebraska. Shut down, and then the next morning they reopened it. So the entire time I was in Nebraska and Iowa, they shut it down. Next day, they reopened the eighty, hmm. and so from there. I drove and said I'm gonna stop in Cheyenne for fuel and then I am not stopping until I literally have to. okay. Cause I was just because like, I had to get back to Seattle and go to the Seahawks Rams game at the end of the season.
0: I remember that so, you barely made it with a couple hours well, like a couple I, hours or something I, like
1: that? I well no, I managed to get I managed to get two Tumwater the day before. Oh. like the night before. Oh man. So like I was just like just struggling. And I think I think I made it to like Little America, Wyoming that night. Yeah, because I met up with my trucker buddy Colton and then the next morning we convoyed and uh, basically Wyoming's so funny. It's terrible until you get to the Utah border. Because Wyoming doesn't salt. Doesn't what? They don't salt the roads. They don't use alcohol on the roads. They don't use anything. Alcohol? Like like the deicing uh, alcohol, oh. they don't even use that. They just plow and that's it. They might throw some rock, but they don't like try to get rid of it. You hit the Wyoming, uh not, you hit the Utah border. It just looks like someone took a salt shaker and just littered the road, oh, I bet. and it's like plowed. And you you hit it, and it's instantly water. And you go, all right,
0: floor it, floor get it, get it out of here.
1: Yeah. And then and then from Little America, I got to, like, I think Ontario, Oregon. Mm. And then from there, went to Tumwater, barely made it.
0: <laughs> good stuff. And then, good and, stuff. And then
1: I stuff. And then, of course, I got there on a Friday. Oh, no. I got there on a Saturday, and it, the delivery time was Monday. So I sat on that load over the weekend. And then after I was done, I just went up to Seattle, and got unloaded, and I was done.
0: Oh, they're good. That's awesome, dude. That's an was, awesome feat.
1: Oh, well, yeah. It's crazy. But
0: yeah, that, that's the thing, too. It's like, like all that kind of crazy experience of just truck driving. Like, I can't imagine. Like, what's what's kind of like. Like, what's like the paranormal? Like, have you seen anything crazy, like UFO or like any kind of like ghost well, stories well, or any of the things? I, I've
1: seen. I've seen, like, again, I was in Nevada, so you. You might already have it in the back of your head that you might see something. So, you you know, you might be pre-programming yourself. But I've seen some lights out there. I'm just like, I don't know what that is. And I don't want to find out. I just want to get out of (laughs) it and just drive.
0: Yeah, Nevada's just infamous. Infamous about all those kinds of weird stories and stuff like that. But the thing is, it's just like, God, just... Going through that, just driving for
1: that long. That's kind of. You gotta, when you do a trip like that, you have to listen to like a really good audiobook or maybe a podcast or maybe just watch YouTube. Um, Don't try to listen to Moby Dick though. I tried to, I was like, okay, this is a book that like everyone reads. And, like, everyone knows about, it's like one of the, it's Jeff like a, they have. yeah, it's like, it's like Moby Dick is, like, one of those books that's like a, it's like a meme before memes were a thing, like, oh, okay. everyone is, like, everyone knows the, the references and stuff. Yeah, I tried to listen to that going through Wyoming, and I found
0: Wyoming to be more entertaining. Yeah, because why, isn't Wyoming, like, just completely flat?
1: No, it, well, it's, it's, it's hilly, but it's like, there's no forests or anything alongside the road. Oh, it's, it's just barren it's land. Long. And then, like, you see mountains in the distance and stuff like that, and it's really windy. But, like, that was more entertaining than hearing the entire one ch- first chapter monologue rant of Moby Dick.
0: Chapter one. You know, it had it nothing
1: a- to do with the book. It was just the author ranting about, like, one of the key things from that book was, is he says, if you throw a man in the desert and you leave him alone, eventually he'll find water. That's, like, one of the things that stuck with me in that book. I'm like, that is such a dumb quote. <laughs>
0: it's, like, something random. That's yeah, it's, like, some...
1: super random. It's not even true. Like, if that was true, then we would not have problems in the desert. It's, mm. like, really weird.
0: Like, in Vegas, they actually have, like, this... Like, if you go to this spot, what they'll do is they actually give you, like, these coordinates to, so like, a secret pool... Uh, like in the middle of nowhere. That's the crazy thing uh, about like Las Vegas and that area, where they have like these little secret statues and yeah. these little things that these weird things that you find that you stumble upon. Like you don't know until like you just come across it. I've driven
1: the first. I've only been to Vegas once, and yeah. it was stupid because I had to drive through it. Oh my I took a Pepsi load from Portland to Phoenix, oh. and I was just on the I was just on the five fifteen or whatever going through Vegas mm-hmm. and. They put up these walls, soundproofing walls, and I could only see the very top of the strip. I'm like, my first time to this city, and I have literally the dumbest view. Yeah. The worst view. One out of ten. Would not recommend. <laughs> like, it's just terrible. And I'm like, yeah, next time I come to Vegas. um,
0: that was, that, was, that was me with Los Angeles when I took a trip with my family. Like, we had to drive to Mexico and... We just saw like the like the downtown Los Angeles, all these buildings and structures. I was just sitting there because we were like kind of like on the outskirts, and we just saw the whole city. We probably did the five ten through like Pasadena. We had to we, you... we had to take yeah. a loop. So pretty much what ended up happening, we were getting there. we were getting gas. We, you know, we're stretching our legs. I look over. I'm like, who's there right now? Which who's a celebrity? How many celebrities are there right now? Just hanging out.
1: I'm surprised doing you could something? see the city.
0: Well, it's kind of like the outskirts of town. You just see the buildings. You can see everything. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, but most of
1: the time it's like super hazy. Well,
0: it, was, it wasn't hazy. It's was kind of like it was during winter. So I don't know oh. if that makes a difference. Eh,
1: maybe.
0: But the thing is, it was like overcast, clear sky. wasn't as, but it wasn't mm. as bad. It wasn't during like the summer. I know during the summer it gets crazy hazy, but it was during winter. It was yeah. clear, and I'm just seeing like who's. Who's here? Who's here? Like, how many celebrities? Like, what kind of... Who's the celebrity that's here? The
1: answer is probably half.
0: Probably half. I I just took a... 75. I remember taking a picture of him, like, someone famous is in this photo. They just don't know about it, and I don't know who it is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, gosh. It's just so crazy saying that. Even, like, when I was in Disneyland after a mission trip, 2011, that's what... We were, like, in Disneyland, and then also you could see the ABC Studios, like, right next door, like, filming. And apparently, like... That's the thing, too, where, like, you would stumble across a uh, celebrity while you're in Disneyland. You know, they're hanging out with their family. Yeah. And I'm just like... And I was telling my buddy, like, I hope I meet someone famous at Disneyland. Just walking around, just like, oh. You know,
1: now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if I've accidentally, like, almost, like, hit one of them while driving a semi through that area.
0: You never that, know. Well, they're,
1: they're, people down there are
0: crazy. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's just insane. Well, it's just... You never know because because they're so disguised. You know they're not going to be like, oh hey, it's me, I'm right here. But no, like once, like once they did, they uh, you know they did get discovered. They fly, they just fly. Like, yeah, like that's what happened. There's a video of LeBron James. He was driving, and I guess like a school or something that got discover he got discovered and he just floored it. He's <laughs> same thing with Taylor Swift. She was like in the subway in New York City, and I guess she kind of got discovered or something like that. And so someone, as soon as the subway stopped, she just booked. Yeah. She just ran. It was apparently funny. Apparently
1: Shaquille O'Neal, though, is pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah. Like if, like... if you notice. I mean, it's hard not to notice the guy. He's, like, seven-something. Like, he it's really like a giant. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, when he when he gets spotted, apparently, he's, like, super chill.
0: Uh, like, he doesn't take it so seriously. And yeah. he's, like, very humble. There's, like, I hear lots of stories about, like, him, you know, like, his upbringing. Like, his family just humbles him. Like, you know, it just, like, hey, remind you that. You're good. You know, you have a good life right now, but any day, it will just it'll just disappear kind yeah. of thing. And same thing with his, like, retirement from the NBA. He didn't have any crazy big parties. He didn't have any crazy big conference. Pretty much, he had his house, front door open, red carpet, from the street to the front door, no security. You can just walk in, say hi, and then just hang out. He didn't like. He didn't make it like he. It was just so fun. He had like a little press conference in his house. Yeah. He actually set it up too. I where you remember just, this? Yeah. Yeah. He just sat down there, had a mic, and he just like starts talking to everybody. Like, well, I'm happy to retire. It's been. Quite I good.
1: remember him talking about how like he has like told his kids or something that like like they'll inherit something when he passes but not, away, but like he's more or, or less told them like, nope, go out there and make your own money.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's him. Oh, and Steve Harvey too. Yeah. Steve Harvey's like dude.
1: Steve Harvey's such an awesome dude.
0: He's a straight up G. He's a go. And so, because that's why he started talking about like his money, about his wealth. Mm. And he says like, you know, his kids like, yeah, we're rich. And he's like, and then he stops. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm rich. Rich. You You. guys have to go out and do your own thing. This is my money. This is what I accumulated over the years.
1: That's kind of how I'm gonna act if I ever make it big. Yeah, this is like. It's like, hey dad, can you buy me this car? I'm like, no,
0: like, well, here's well, the
1: I'm we have the family business, so if you want to start working, <laughs> like,
0: there you go, you know, start working, you know, you know, it's
1: like, I can take a certain amount of your paycheck, put it aside, yeah, there you start go. saving, and then, then you can pick your car, but I'm not buying it,
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, that's just the crazy thing about it, like, that's that's what I'm doing right now, But that's now. even
1: if I have kids because in this economy, I don't. Can you afford a kid? No, no, or no. Or I not. can barely afford myself. Let yeah, exactly. Long, let See alone, that... long,
0: let alone even like a girlfriend. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny. It's like I want a girlfriend right now, but it's just like, oh my gosh.
0: Did you go on a date or did I ever? Did I that...
1: went on a couple.
0: Did did that ever happen? Because I know that one got canceled because of something.
1: Yeah, and then I eventually rescheduled that one, but then she ghosted me. Oh no, which was stupid. And then I went on a date with another one, and she wanted a second one, but she's. Not to say too much, but she works at the casino on the coast. Oh, so okay. she's busy. Like, she's kind of high up. And okay. I've tried to message her a couple times and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I haven't gotten a response. I don't think she's ghosting me.
0: But... Just, just kind of stick with that and see with that. But then again, theater. don't hold on to it too much because nah. you never know. Because Because nah. that's what happened to me with the girl last year when I, I worked with. She was really sweet. She's really cute. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got, got to the point where I finally got her number. We texted her a little bit. And then stop. Like yeah. she just ghosted me. And then when I was in Tennessee, she she texted me again. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, how's it going? I was gonna, I was like, you know, starting the conversation. And then she ghosted me again. Yeah. Come fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, she added me on Facebook. And and, I, and I'm just like, really? It's been eleven months. since You had any in, in here? It's been eleven months, and it's like you now you message me. It's like it's just so weird.
1: There's just one chick that works in Salem at the hospital that I matched with on Bumble. Hmm. And, like, we chat for a while. And I tried, and I was, like, being, you know, assertive as these women want. Like, hey, you want to go on a date? You know, you want to go here? You want to go here? Like, what do you want to do? And she just kept throwing this, like, oh, well, I want to, but work is crazy right now. It's like, okay, well, I know what you do. That, I can I'm, understand if it's I'm, crazy. Yeah. Then she, like, went, she was from, she's, like, from Minnesota. So she then went to Minnesota, went to visit her family, her sister had a, had a baby girl or something, so she wanted to meet her new niece. Cool. I don't care. And then she comes back, and I'm like, hey, so, I know it's been a bit, um, but are you still interested? You want to go out? Like, what, what's up? And she gives me this paragraph oh, that basically stated that, like, she was, like, super lonely and missed her family and didn't know she was going to still be in the Salem area, like, coming fall. And And that she was, like, lonely and kind of upset that she didn't, like, have her own family with kids. And I read this whole thing. Remember, this is a woman that went to college. Yeah. has this, like, massive degree that's, like, she's being employed with the hospitals, right? Yeah. I'm reading this, and I went, this didn't even answer my question about if you're still interested in me. This didn't answer it. But it gave an excuse on you getting out of basically talking to me. I didn't even reply. Hmm. And I've also changed my phone number since then. Okay. So I've pretty so I pretty much ghosted her based on that stupid reply. I'm like, okay, I'm not even gonna try because I did everything I could.
0: That's what happened to a buddy of mine. Yeah, it's like that's what happened to a buddy of mine. He matched with this girl like in I think it's Corvallis or Eugene, one of the two. And every time, every time he tried to, like, hang out, try to, like, set up, like, a date or, like, a hangout time, mm-hmm. she would, like, at the last minute, like, oh, hey, I have family coming over, oh, I have this coming over. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much, she was playing that game of, like, I'm just having fun on Bumble, but I really don't want to meet. I don't want to commit. So, it's, like, because there are times, like, I was kind of there, too. I kind of want to get, like, like a dating app, but then at the same time, I'm, like, I'm good.
1: I'm about to delete all mine.
0: My- yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's, like, I'll just go old school. Old think call me old-fashioned, but I'd rather meet the person in like in real life kind of thing at yeah. first instead of using the computer like a phone i'm sure because now these people like today that's like everyone's like i get it's easy to you know meet people because you just have like all these uh yeah for all these connections you have all these resources like the dating apps and stuff like that tinder being one like the headhunt like the, the yeah big tinder one. and bumble being up there being the
1: big the, massive
0: yeah and so it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like i rather be, i just don't want to deal with that right now and so it's just I know a lot of people. Are, there's a couple of friends are trying to like set me up here, but I was like, I'm leaving, and they're like, and that's kind of like what they're trying to do is like prevent me to leave, is to meet with someone, and I'm like, I'm good.
1: Yeah, but then, but now your alternative is women in Clown Falls.
0: You never know. There's there's a few that are like pretty cute, but then yeah, again, but like, that's
1: that's that's the key thing. Few. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never
0: know who who I'll come across, and so it's just like. So we'll just have to wait and see, you know, because yeah. when I was in Tennessee, oh my
1: gosh, there's a lot of Yeah, guys. there's a lot of women that are 10, I see. Oh! <laughs>
0: like, if I would have thought, I would actually have gotten 10 just blew that up. I'm like, what's up? I'm here <laughs> for like a week once to have fun What's up, what's up? <laughs> what's up, what's up? And so it's just like kind of that thing where it's just like, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'm not, not in a rush. For me, it's like, what I hate is like comparing myself. To others, where it's like everyone's married, they have kids, and then, like, yeah, I'm in that
1: problem too. And
0: then, a lot of people are like, dude, you're young, you're good, you're just take your time. And then, honestly, they say, like, this is around the time where a lot of people start getting their lives together too, so it's not a big mm-hmm. deal. So, and
1: it's funny, like,
0: uh, so that's why I'm going, like, one of the reasons it's like going back to climb the falls, just start rebuilding myself up because I was engaged at one point, and then mm-hmm. at one point, and then later on, like, six months later, she gave the ring back saying no. so, Oof. So, that's kind of like the thing, too. I've
1: never been in a relationship. Really? Yeah. Dang. I've been close, but no cigar.
0: Okay. Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. Super it's, close.
1: You're like, d- super, super close. And how old are you? Uh eh, 32.
0: Oh. Man, oh yeah,
1: I, didn't, I didn't think about that for a second.
0: <laughs> oh, you're good, dude. I'm 34. I just turned 34. Uh, so, you're good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, though, because, like, um...
0: Uh, I don't want to
1: mention other people's names no, no, you're over over this, but, like, I'm sure you know Kurt. Kurt. Um, from Climb Falls, went to KU.
0: Kurt. Oh, Kurt Tony?
1: Uh, no, uh, last name starts with an H. Hemmers. really tall guy? I don't think so. Oh, well, him, uh, he, he lives in, uh, around here, and, uh... I bought that Lego Titanic that I still haven't put together. Oh, okay. Still haven't put it together. You he, just need
0: you just need a submarine now. So Well, oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs>
1: Have you seen the TikToks? I seen. Where they get the, the fish. Me. The, the fish tank. You uh, put the Lego Titanic yeah. in there, you get the sub and then you get the skull. The skull. Like, skull. skull Legos? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I remember that. I'm like, "Listen." And like, I saw that. was like one of these like, "Listen, listen, listen." Yeah. I'm not going to say too much. There's going to be a lot of people angry at me with this. But just hear me out. <laughs> so like it wasn't even within twenty four hours. That thing blew up. Like it was yeah, just no, insane. I, I
1: saw that TikTok and like I had the idea of like, you know, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have it be behind me so when I stream on Twitch people will see it. And I'm just like knocking oh, it. I'm God, up, like, I I feel, be, like, I feel bad. I'm, like feel I'll be bad. off to the side and everyone will see and people will like come in and they'll be like, wait, wait. That's the Lego Titanic. It's in a fish tank. There's a sub. Wait, what the?
0: <laughs> I know, that's bad. It's bad. And then bad. maybe
1: get like a secondary webcam so if someone caches like like um, like um, channel points for it, and I'll swap the camera view to that. And then
0: it's yeah, because the past, after they found the sub, those memes started blowing. Have you up. seen
1: the reviews for that controller?
0: Yes. Dude. I I've Dude. seen Dude. There's a video I saw. I was like, here are some three alternatives for that controller. But, <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, it's like, because there's actually an interesting video that I saw. It's like, are the jokes in good or bad taste of this? Event? Both. Yes, and that's what he talked about, and that's what this guy he kind of explained about the whole thing. Like, yes, it's bad because five people five lo- people died five, five people died. But. But the thing is, the head honcho of the company, the head owner, w- yeah. he knew, and then the thing is, he was cutting corners left and right because yeah. he wanted this to be the most simplest submarine you can control like anybody can control it like literally like anyone can like interact with it this
1: isn't a scenario where you do that
0: no like even like there's a lot of like pro like people that you know work with this kind of stuff they actually like what they did was they they criticized them so badly but it's like look this is not how it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like this kind of structure that's supposed to be like this way and everything
1: i'm not getting into any submarine that's price tag is two hundred fifty thousand dollars no. It, it it has to be at least one mil, then I'll get into it. But back to what I was saying, though, when I bought that Lego Titanic, my buddy Kurt looks at me, and, he, and he's married. <laughs> and he's just like, man, I'm jealous of you sometimes, because you can just buy whatever you want. Mm. So there I am, just walking through the Washington Square Mall with the Lego Titanic. He wanted to get the Lego Millennium Falcon, the big one.
0: Big how big it's, is it? It's
1: like eight hundred dollars, and it's like it's like three and a half feet wide.
0: Jeez, it's massive!
1: That's huge. To, yeah, he wanted to buy that, but his wife wouldn't let him. And she's like, "No, you have to wait until um, how much?
0: What would you say? Eight hundred dollars? Yeah, eight hundred dollars. I know there's like the Dead Star, like this giant beach ball, yeah. like this giant thing. I've seen like. But
1: here's the funny part about that. But he didn't know is that she, uh, his wife, went to Wisconsin and did like some. Um, uh, traveling nurse stuff. Yeah. She made so much money that she bought it for him for
0: Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. But he
1: was just funny. He just looked at me and he's like, man, I'm jealous of you You being single. <laughs> he's like, I love my wife, but I want to be able to buy whatever I want. And then like, almost every married man I know, they say that. They'd be like, man, I have to get approval from the wife just to buy one Lego. Mm. And here you are just buying Legos at random. I'm like,
0: That's how I was when I was living with some buddies. Like, one of them was married. Well, he's married, but he wasn't married to that same person. Like, his ex-wife at the time, that's what I'm trying to say. The thing Mm -hmm. is, it's like, and he had a kid, too. He was just a couple years old, a few years old. And so, for me, it's like, I can get up and go and do whatever I want. He was actually envious about that, where it's like, I wish I could be, like, in your situation where I can get up and go Mm -hmm. without having to worry about anything holding me down. And I was actually opposite of him. Like, I wish I had a wife and kid right now, because it's like, that's kind of where I want to be at
1: you know yeah i guess
0: but the thing is it's like it's for me it's like what i've learned is to like n- enjoy the your independence that's the mm-hmm. kind of thing too where it's like you know don't worry about it eventually like yeah, work on yourself In
1: this other thing you for said, me I it's don't... like i'm
0: trying to go back into the gym i'm trying to work out more yeah, and, do that too. But you well, never know you know just work on yourself usually it's kind of like you know the stupid whole like uh stereotype, not stereotype but the whole mindset mindset well the thing is it's like the whole thing about it. it's like oh it happened before you know it i'm like i get that especially yeah. after the breakup it's like oh you, you know the next one like i hated it i hated it. like for me it's like i didn't want people to talk to me anymore after the breakup because it was like oh you never know the next one was running around the corner i'm like yeah that's
1: that's a what if and i don't like what ifs anymore because it's like
0: like there's like it's, it's a there. cop out well, the, oh yeah, because, you know, they, like, they're just
1: trying to make you feel better. And they're like, oh, well, you never know. I hated that. No. It's I, like the next, you know, it's probably the next woman. And it's like, actually, probably not.
0: You never know. And, this, and so pretty much I kind of like avoided they like. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know because, you know, they're married for like or, like a whole bunch, you know, they have like 20 plus years of marriage. And it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, you never know the next one's going to be. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. I'm like. Yeah. I don't, it's like we'll pray for you. You never know, and like they give me like the, all this kinds of stuff. I'm like, I get it. I get it.
1: My mom doesn't even do that anymore. And when like I have to rant to her about it, and she's just like, she's like, well, all I can say is, is, you know, I'm your mother. I'm still here for you, and you know, just just you know, just wait and see what how it plays out. Yeah, and that's literally all she can say. And it's, just, it's like well, I can't expect anything else to be said. You know. I don't want someone to feel like they have to be with me. So, if mm. they don't, they don't. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: same with me. It's like, you know, don't... Like for me, I have
1: had two girls, though, tell me that they've regretted their marriage and wish they stayed with me, but it still wouldn't work out.
0: Which is hilarious. An- 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 no, there's one girl I met that she was like, if I wasn't married to my husband, I'd be chasing you down. i am yeah. like, whoa, thanks. Even, and still- even, and then another friend of mine, she's like, her daughter's like, I wish she she met you. I wish she was with you mm-hmm. because her daughter and her husband, as far as I know, they're still married. They're like having some issues. They're going through some stuff. And it's like, I wish she knew, she met you. I mean, it's,
1: it's a nice thing to say, but it doesn't do
0: anything. In a way it doesn't. Because for me, at the time it, felt like it gave me confidence, but at the same time, it's like,
1: I'm, look- I'm,
0: I'm looking at her. I'm like, look at who she picked over it. Like over like, if I was the option, because right now, because at the time, they weren't, they were dating, they were engaged. So, for me, it was like, she still had a chance to drop out. She still had a chance to, like, go away. Yeah. Or, you know, to, you know, leave the the whole relationship. But, for me, it's like, I'm not holding my breath, too, because of, like, her personality wise, you know, who she is, you well, know. Well, if you
1: hold your breath, you pass out.
0: Yeah. She, yeah like, maybe, yeah.
1: Just, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, and, and the times I've heard that happen, like, where some, like, some of these girls have said that to me like oh cool but what do you what do you want me to do like just... it's it's a nice gesture i guess but all it does is it it's like definitely showing the carrot right in front of your face but then the carrots a lie yeah it's like, oh it's like, yeah that's oh, yeah. like, for... all it is it's
0: yeah for me it was just like like all the like all the, pretty much that's all it was. I I know they meant well. I know they they care they care about me. But at the same time it's like I do not want to hear this at yeah. all. I ranted out to my buddies. I ranted out to like like all my my buddies like in the church and everything. I went all out on i like, "Look, I get it." Thing is, I do not want to hear it. I want something to happen. I don't want to hear like this, you know. Words this, are words. Words are words. Like I want to hear this ba- I don't I want to hear this ba- I don't want this band-aid excuse of like of a Mm-hmm. of a phrase to tell me like just to make me feel better i'm like i get it the it's thing like, is i don't
1: want to feel better i want to be better
0: exactly it's like this is a situation where i don't want to hear it because it's like it's all the time like we'll pray for you we're here for you i'm like i get it but it's, it's like,
1: like don't at at this point i almost told my mom to be like don't pray for me pray for the woman because apparently she's lost and needs a map <laughs> I'm like, it's like here i am like on the dating apps and i'm on social media and it's like
0: no there comes if
1: you really wanted to you can find me it's not that hard especially in this day and age and she needs a map
0: for me it's just like oh, gps i know for me <laughs> yeah for me it's like i didn't care there comes a point where i just cut myself off to it's like some people so yeah it was just like you know what i'm gonna be do me whoever comes by comes by but the thing is if it does happen i have like some standards if you want to be with me Not, like, in a bad way or anything, but more of, like, this is what my lifestyle is.
1: Yeah, my standards keep going up. I think that's (laughs) another problem. It's just, like, oh, there's another thing that I don't like.
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing. And that's the process of it. Just finding out, like, what you do and don't do. You know, you kind of, like, check off the marks of, like, what you want.
1: So, here... So, this one is really crazy. Mm. Uh, I'll keep this one as short as I can. No, you're fine. So, like, I... uh, got time. Mm -hmm. So, so, like, I matched with this one girl Mm. out of, like, the... Just like the Sacramento, Stockton. Oh wow! You're area because I, I I put it on like basically, have on it. on it's either on Bumble or Tinder. I you can have it now. that It's like the whole country basically. Oh wow! No, it was Bumble. It was Bumble. It just, you so can post it can... anywhere because COVID really just... changed changed that up.
0: Oh, in that case, let me go get Tennessee girls. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool. Let me laughs> but break. like,
1: uh, so like I set my parameters and then. And then I just literally held the phone and just freaking guitar swiped right continuously. <laughs> it's basically. I, I know this is going to sound messed up, but it's literally called catch and release. It's like fishing. You just swipe right yeah. and you just do it for like 30 minutes straight. And then if you get whatever back, it's like, nope, I don't like that. You can just unmatch with them. So I did that.
0: Oh my God. And I
1: got this like Christian girl was like 25 years old okay. out of this area and she's like a worship pastor. Okay. So I was like, okay, so she's conservative, she wants kids, she's 25, okay, this girl's pretty pretty decent, you know, I was like, okay, cool. So I start talking to her, and she's like, of course on Bumble, women have to message first. She instantly, like, messages me, and she's like, just chatting me up. I'm like, okay, this is going great. Yeah, two days later, I'm, like, unmatching with her, and, like, stop talking to her, because... When I was talking to her, she gave me this whole huge paragraph about herself. Okay. Because I asked for it. I'm like, give me a quick bio of, like, your life. So she gives me, like, a paragraph or two. I'm like, okay. So I'm reading it. And as I am reading it, she's just like, well, I guess I'll let you go. I'm like, why? She's like, well, you're obviously not interested. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you haven't said anything about what I wrote. I'm like, I'm reading it. Oh, (laughs) So that was like the first red flag I had. I'm like literally reading this, basically an essay. And because I didn't respond fast enough. She was like thinking I didn't like her. I'm like, okay, this is okay. No, I'm, I'm interested, but just let me read this thing. And then she goes, oh, okay. And then like later in the night, she's messaging me. And then I make myself some dinner. And I didn't message her back fast enough, but she apparently wanted to talk on the phone, which was fine. But she was like, "Oh, never mind." And I'm like, "Well, I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean, never mind?" She's like, "I already got home, so uh, never, just never mind." I'm
0: like, "Oh, she wanted to talk on the way right, right. on the way home." Mm. And
1: I'm like, "I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I I was just in the kitchen making dinner." And she's like, "She's like, are you sure? Because it doesn't seem like you're into me." I'm like, "I just told you, I'm into you." And so, like, it was just really weird. And then, like, yeah, of like course. the conversation, like, kind of got really, like, was she, kinda, pretty, was she pretty cute? She, she was pretty cute, but like, but like, she it just it just started on buckle. And then, like, I was like finishing my dinner, and then she gave me this big long paragraph of like how she didn't think that I was into her because I wasn't showing much initiative. I'm like, what part of I was having dinner? Did you not get? And so, like, I talked to my mom about it. My mom's like. Because part of not to air whole lot, but she did drop that she was like married before and then oh. had a divorce
0: at twenty five. Yeah, at twenty five. Well, there's actually this girl that I met. And oh my gosh, she was insanely gorgeous. She was insanely gorgeous. Mm. So so it was bad. Like, well, she was, <laughs> keep in mind she was she was married and divorced at age twenty one. Oh, I think she got married at eighteen, nineteen. Oof. And then, like a, a year and a half later, two years later, she got divorced. Mm. But dude, she was dummy thick. I'm like, ugh, oh my god, she was like, I want. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking back. I'm like, I could have. I should have threw like the initiative. Yeah, and but I'm I like, told my mom about this this chick, and my mom goes,
1: Yeah, could Even though she was a worship pastor and a Christian, no, because she obviously has like attachment issues. It's like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Like like holy mackerel like I I was trying to have dinner. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, you're obviously not interested in me and it's like, what point if I'm having dinner did you not get? It has nothing
0: I'm like, I'm trying to do something over here and you're just
1: Yeah, yeah it's just like it's like drop no. off
0: a drop off a hat almost.
1: Yeah, it's like And oh in my some way gosh. and
0: I feel like in some way she's trying to like cut cut you off in general and purpose because Well,
1: either that or it was a test. Yes. Yeah, to see, um, like, oh, is this guy gonna be like extremely loyal to me or something? And it's like, well, yes, I I can be loyal to you, but woman, I gotta eat too.
0: Oh, I know that's Priorities. A, and that's the kind of like the hard part too. Is where a lot of girls they expect
1: they take the princess or the queen title way too seriously when they don't have anything to offer.
0: Exactly, and so the thing is, it's like there's like all these kinds of things where it's like you want all of this, you pretty much want the perfect man, but that doesn't exist you kind of have to like pretty much from what i've learned and from all the videos of people talking about what's like you have to be equal to each other. If not you have to like and it's like especially in some cases if you want like a marriage, you have to be so, like a, like a woman has to be like a servant to the husband because he's kind of like the front runner of the, he's like the runner mm-hmm. of the whole place.
1: But he still has to treat her
0: treat her fairly, treat yeah. her right and everything and, like respect and respect her. her and everything. Nope. And so but a lot of these girls these you days
1: you do you do a hundred percent if you're fifty percent.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so what have, I like, have a job, and then of course around these days, a lot of girls are like I'm a strong, independent woman. I can do whatever I want. And I'm like, good luck with that, chief. Yeah, because some of the girls I went, like, I, or I worked with, I made fun of her. I made fun of them. He's like, Crows can you help me with this? I'm like, Aren't you a strong, independent woman? Can't you do it? She's like, One of them's like, Fuck that. There's lots of things. <laughs> I, I I wanted. It. We, like, we should not have voted. For yeah, it. And there's actually this one I saw a video of like this one woman's like, who had the right idea of saying women should be, you know, have equality because that means I have to have the same responsibilities as the, as my husband. Yeah,
1: I saw this one TikTok where this woman was like super mad at feminists and she's just like, well, she why should- did you guys open your big mouth on us having to do the same thing as men? She's like, I don't want a job. I want to stay home. I think I saw. I think watch and watch TV and like I think she said like eat snacks or something.
0: And then I want to cook when my husband gets off work. I I want to cook food for him. I want to cook. She's like,
1: she's like, all I want to do is sit around the house and cook food.
0: I'm I'm sure it's the same one that that we. Probably because she's like who? Because I don't want to be outside in 80 degree weather shoveling gravel. Yeah, where I could have been inside doing absolutely nothing. But someone wanted equality, and here I am.
1: and then she said something like, "Oh, here I am getting up at like six a.m. to go to my office job. because <laughs> Someone wanted equality." Mm, I know. And it's just like, "But I mean, at the same time, there's like you know, a and, lot of."
0: But for me, it's like crappy
1: men out there that the, oh yeah, make the, it same harder for us. Oh but, yeah, the
0: deadbeat dads and everything. But yeah. and so you know, there, there's like a lot of equality. There's like a you know, it's not just one sided, but it's all all around kind of thing.
1: Both genders suck. And there's only two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> same, thing. There's same. only two.
0: I agree. I agree. No, but the thing is, that's, that's what happens too. It's like when my parents first came here, they, they both had to work. Mm-hmm. They had to leave. My brother my brother and I were latchkey kids. So pretty much like when we get home, we lock the doors, we do our homework. And once we're done, we get to watch TV. And then I get to sneak in some sodas too. Like all oh, this in some house to myself, I get to go grab some soda. And, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. I remember having like two in one day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having another one. Did was... you guys
1: grow up in Klamath Falls in the '90s? Yeah. Oh,
0: well, that... ma- no, not Klamath Falls. Not grew so up. Did you, when did you? I was in Bonanza. So I was in ben- uh, in Bonanza up till I was seven or eight. Yeah. Because after the first grade, pretty much the summer of '97 is when we moved to Klamath Falls because mm. we lived in Bonanza. Wait, what year? 97, wow. summer summer of
1: 97. Yeah, I, I only... Or summer a, of 96, actually. As a kid, I lived in Clown Falls from, like, I was born to, like, 94. Yeah, I was born... And in, I didn't come back until, like, 2004. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, I lived in... I was born and raised in... I was born in Clown Falls, grew up in Bonanza, and then moved back. It's because my dad got, like, a... He, my dad was a farmhand. Mm. And, but then he got a job at Columbia Plywood.
1: Oh. So... That 93 earthquake.
0: Yeah, I heard oh. about it. I didn't, I was. I don't think I was. I was just a kid. I didn't really understand it until my. Like, my mom didn't know because at the time, like the, the washer and dryer were going. So I. Teach, my mom thought it was that, mm-hmm. and my brother was like, "No, the house shook. The whole entire place shook." And then when we came in to see my uncle and to hang out with them, they actually explained like, "Yeah, there was an earthquake," and they showed like footage of like downtown like destroyed. And I remember... Hence, we got the new courthouses. Yeah,
1: no, I remember that earthquake because my mom and I had to drive through downtown. You could still see all the paper from all the filing cabinets that had fallen over and busted open.
0: Oh, gosh. And there was, like,
1: paper like, all over Main Street.
0: Yeah, like, I remember, I saw the, the news footage where it's, like, like all the broken glass. You see, like, a whole bunch of people You like, know wonder sleeping. what's
1: funny? Mm. The fault line that did that is the same fault line that the epicenter is built over. Hence, the name. <laughs> We built a bowling alley literally above the epicenter of that earthquake. Hence why everything with that place is like earthquake-themed. You know, the Aftershock Bar, Fault Line Arcade. (laughs) It's literally because they (laughs)
0: built it above it. I didn't really know that.
1: Yeah. The epicenter of that earthquake was like four and a half miles down from that place. Oh, wow. Something like that. Or two miles down.
0: Two miles underground.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why. It, it, that's I mean, cool. once
0: in a while, we get some tremors. Like Cradle Lake got one little, like a little tremor. Tremor. A lot of people don't realize it's still active. It's still an active volcano. Yeah. In a, in a way, but in a way, it, but it, it, but it's not gonna like it needs something like crazy big for it to like explode. That's
1: something I've been thinking about lately because like, it's like the, the whole Cascade Mountain range. You know, they what did they tell us? Oh, it was all all these mountains erupted and they like all basically formed with the Pacific Plate being sucked under the North American Plate. It's like, okay, cool. That's still happening. Yeah. So why are a lot of these mountains extinct? That's what I've been wondering lately. It's like, what is going on? Because they were like super active, right? You have like, you know, Rainier and Hood and St. Helens and Shasta and all these other places. You know, they're still kind of like dormant or like somewhat active but then they're like, oh, the Three Sisters and like, Broken Top and uh, Blackjack and all these other mountains that are like the same lo- on the same line—they're mm. like, oh, they're all extinct. It's like, wait a minute, the process is still happening.
0: I think it's right because we—I mo- think it's the platonic the shift and the platonic plate. Like,
1: well, yeah, like but it's still, it's still, it, there's still subduction going on. So what's why is it not that active anymore?
0: I remember taking a, cl- a geology class, over it. It's just like. Part of it's just because we're like shifting a little bit north. Mm. We're like still shifting, so it's not. We don't have that as much. So it's not subducting, but it's more like just shearing. It's shearing. It's kind of like we're moving up, but it's still kind of going underground. So it's
1: like it's sh- okay. So maybe it's not being as subductive as it used to be, but it's just shearing. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. This is like all a I know couple is, years is ago. that
1: recently I just realized that I'm like, wait a second, these mountains are not doing anything. But we're right on a big, massive fault line between two major plate tectonics. I mean, Mount
0: St. Helens is still going strong. Yeah, I remember two thousand four, two thousand
1: ten. It woke up again.
0: I think that was actually yeah. That's that's more yeah. active because actually there's like this giant dome that just came out of nowhere, yeah. and everyone yeah, like
1: no one like it wasn't doing anything for a while, and then all of a sudden they had like camera like webcams looking into the crater, and then just like slowly just started pushing. This yeah, this giant thing of granite out of the ground. Yeah, because there's
0: like this giant thing yeah. this big old bowl and, and like, they said that's big went, as a stadium and then it just went
1: Yeah, and then it went poof. And then there's a, there's a I have a I used to have it as my Facebook um uh banner picture, but it was a. Uh, it was when it went poof and it just had the steam vent open up. Uh and then like it like basically was like a zip pop type yeah. of thing. And it just came up and everyone's like, Oh crap, it's it's awake and then and everyone's, then, like, watching it as a hawk, and then it, like, made this... The, like, it kept making the dome, and then it was, like, popped
0: and then, a little again. And then it just yeah. kind of
1: sank a little bit, and it's just been doing whatever.
0: Just hanging out, just chilling, so.
1: But I am I am genuinely afraid of both, like, Mount Hood or Rainier doing something. Because they've gotten a lot of snow recently. They are still got a bunch of glaciers on themselves right now. And if they go... Mm-hmm. We're talking Lahar. Lahar, which is basically like a concrete river. Oh, so it's like imagine all that snow and ice basically mixing with the ash, and then pulling all the trees, yeah. and it's like a liquid concrete. And then they built the entire like ha- like they've built half a Tacoma, and all of Puyallup and a couple other cities in the ancient lahar river of right here.
0: That's what the ha- that's what happened with uh Yellowstone. That's ready to go. Or Yosemite.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think I don't, it's. I think it's. It's yellow. Yellowstone. Okay, so I think it's the, ye- Here's ye- the ye- weird thing about Yellowstone. They keep saying that, like, oh, at any moment it could blow, but then they like did some. There's like a report that came out like last year or two mm-hmm. years ago. They're like, oh, well. We've actually Like done some testing And it might actually be Like another hundred And something thousand years Before anything happens so that's I'm what, like at this point <laughs> You don't know Just say you don't know
0: Well that's the thing too It's like Because Earth is just so random We don't yeah. know And that's how it is With the you know That big earthquake That I've been talking about The big one Yeah The big one And it's like It's going to take off like, cal- like a huge chunk of California I'm like let's go man. Yeah and Well it's, it's
1: going to be Like really bad Yeah Like and a sharing they, event Like
0: we're, we're going to get hit hard but not as hard as California, where like
1: I also recently was looking into plate tectonics because I was just looking up stuff randomly, and I and I realized now if you want this is what they say, and of course it's evolution that we're talking about. But right. if this if it's true, it's cool. But like the Juan Fuca plate and like the, the Gouda plate, and then this other Nasta, Nasta plate or whatever. Mm. According to science, according plate tectonics. They're the last remnants of an older plate that the Pacific plate, like, grew over. Oh, okay. And then like the Pacific plate pushed this other plate underneath the new North American plate. I can believe so, that. So like so like as the North American plate moves up and like pushes and the Pacific plate pushes against these smaller plates, like the last bit of this one ancient plate is be almost gone. And uh-huh. Basically, all the rock that has made the Cascades and this coastal
0: range—they're
1: all used from that rock from that old plate. That's interesting.
0: See, I can believe that too, because you know, like all these like hundreds of years and shifting, you know, all that kinds of stuff. I can believe that.
1: It's like yeah, it's crazy. And they were saying like they found similarities with like the rock that like St. Helens and Mount Rainier were made out of versus like. Rock that was like several hundred, like like mile and a half down, you know yeah, yeah. these plates.
0: I know that's the crazy thing. It's like if you put it in perspective, like,
1: but they're different than the rest of the North American plate and the Pacific. It's like yeah. this last remnant left.
0: Yeah, because honestly, if you look down in the underground, like there's actually like remnants, like these giant tap caverns mm-hmm. that you could put um, Mount Everest, and it'll still be like a little pixel. Like they actually did like an X ray of like the Earth's crust and everything. It's like yeah. they compared it, and then they said like. If you put Mount Everest on this pixel, you wouldn't see Mount Everest. It will be, like, barely a pixel of a pixel. Like, that's how big Did these are. Did you things.
1: know the Earth is smoother than a pool ball?
0: Yeah. If you, like, that's why I heard, like, uh, Neil deGrasse. Yeah. Or Neil de- if yeah. you
1: had a pool ball, ball blown up to the size of the Earth, you would have mountains, mountain ranges bigger than Everest and then cuts deeper than the Mariana's Trench and yeah. the Challenger Trench and stuff. Yeah. And and Kansas has been confirmed to be flatter than a pancake. Because if you take a pancake and you just get it with an electron microscope, Mm. it's the same exact thing. Like, if if a pancake was blown to the size of Kansas, it would have, like, mountains that are, like, the size of the Rockies. Oh, gosh, that's crazy.
0: Well, that's the thing, too. That's what they talked about. Like, if you shrunk Earth to, like, the size of a cue ball, like, it'd be very smooth. Like, it'd be even smoother than the cue ball itself because... If you look at Mount Everest, and the height of Mount Everest and the lowest part of the Mariana Trench, it's like 11 miles. Kind of like that. So, from here to Salem, it's like further than that. So, keep in mind, with all the valleys, it would be really, really smooth. So, everything's like tiny, tiny, tiny. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, it's insanely. And then there's like the Mariana Trench. You can just throw Mount Everest in it and you'll still have like room. For another. For like for like two miles. It's like yeah. two miles. And so pretty much look at the highway, like on the other side, like where Independence mm-hmm. at, and then look at, try to look at the highway, which is like, it's like pretty much two miles right there. Mm-hmm. So be on that side, and then try to look two miles. It's like, it's insane, like amount of distance that and is. And then
1: someone thought they could take a sub, <laughs> like two miles down, those carbon fiber, and yeah, no. Do <sighs> you see that they're pulling the stuff up now?
0: Yeah, I saw the photos.
1: And, and there's human remains in them. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of sad. But, but the, the 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 even suckier part is you're not gonna be able to f- figure out who is who because when that thing imploded, uh, it takes one millisecond. Oh yeah. For for an implosion like that to kill you, but it takes two milliseconds for you to feel pain, but it also takes, I think it's a hundred milliseconds
0: for you to recognize. So you pretty much you're dead before you know it. Yeah. Literally. They
1: literally just went like their vision, everything just cut out. And they had no idea what happened. They were alive one moment, and then it just
0: they were gone. Dude, gone. That, that's, no feeling. No anything. That's the scare. For me, that's so scary. Especially if you're that deep, and then you're in the dark, too. You just went, you're just done. You're just like completely... Lights out.
1: Literally lights out. Yeah, that's the crazy part.
0: But... That, it,
1: that, that's... I mean... It's kind of good for them because they didn't feel anything.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of sad to just seeing five people just like die when they didn't have to because the yeah. guy had to, de- you know, decided like I'm gonna cut corners. There's like there's visible there's like visual evidence or well there's evidence that he did all this. He fired like this like one of the top safety guy, the person, the manager, safety manager. Yeah. Or I'll call him the safety manager because I can't remember his like official name, his title. Mm-hmm. Like he was supposed to say, "Hey, you can't do this. This doesn't look right." this is not really going against code or something. You know, he did, he explained all this stuff where he wasn't supposed like. And then recently,
1: uh, I just watched a TikTok about this today. He, the whole company and the guy said that, Oh, we, we've been consulting university of Washington, Boeing and NASA about this project. Yeah. So then as soon as like that info came out, everyone went and talked to these three people who were like, Uh, what do you know about this Titan thing? And everyone, and, like University of Washington was like uh he just talked to us like he consulted our like engineering department or uh, some department like I I can't remember exactly what it was they're like all we all we, all we did was talked about it. we didn't build it we didn't do anything with it and then they went to Boeing and Boeing had to really suppress really saying well they just talked to us but we didn't do any sort of any construction or anything and then NASA had to say yeah, we had, like, one Zoom call with them. And that was it. Like, like, the people in the company already tried to flip the buck to, like, these three other people being like, oh, we consulted them about it. And then they're like, yeah, they talked to us once.
0: And that was it. Like, a
1: year and a half ago. But <laughs> it's just like, no. We didn't do anything. In fact, I think it was University of Washington that said that they talked to them and then they... Parted ways with them and said no because they didn't like what um, that owner guy was was per, trying to promote. University of Washington was like, get out of her face. Yeah, <clears throat>
0: I would, get out. I'd be doing the same thing too. Where it's just like, look, we consulted, we tried doing all this, but it's just like, you know.
1: I wonder if that controller is in the museum? Oh
0: god! Apparently, they already found the photo. They already found it. That's like yeah. Just lying on they the show road.
1: it. They, they showed the picture of it on the bottom, but, but it's it it's, like, it was, intact.
0: Yeah, it's intact, but the thing is, it's kind of, like, it's like blurry, so they say it might be it, but you can actually clearly... Yeah, you can clearly tell you, it you is. You can tell it is, and it's just, like...
1: That, that thing's got to go in a museum.
0: That, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure... No, I'm sure it's going to go out for auction. Yeah. If someone's that insane, they're, they actually have their thinking about it, I'm like, you know what, we're going to sell this at auction. I'm sure there's going to be someone, like, I'm going to buy it.
1: Dude, that would not be good press, though, for Logitech. Be like, hey, this thing was at the bottom of the ocean. It survived, but it had to deal with this tragic event. <laughs> oh, if God. anything, I could probably see Logitech trying to recover and just be like, yeah, we're just going to, like, have this. And, like, that way it can't be a trophy. You know, it's like. Trying to keep it away, but. Yeah. Because sure. that's. Because that's. It had to do that with, um. Crap! What was it? It was some, some wreck, some plane crash that like happened where like they literally had to like clean up everything and prevent like, trophy taking. Oh, oh, like, that, that uh,
0: poachers or you know, scavengers? Just, like,
1: scavengers, yeah. Just trying to have a trophy or something. And they're just like, what? What was it? It was a, it was a certain kind of plane. I can't remember what it was. They basically had to like scrap the whole thing, oh, just I'm melted sure. it down. I'm sure. I can't remember what it was. I just watched something about it.
0: I can only imagine doing that just out of respect to the family or the people that were on it, especially yeah. like, you know, like a lot of, like, that's a kind of, that's kind of like the sick part of it, like scavengers, people taking, oh, like, it piece. was,
1: it was, it was Hitler's airplanes that he had.
0: Oh. Like, when they
1: found them, they were like, yeah, we gotta like melt this stuff down. Well,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Because, you know, that's a lot of money, and then, yeah, all the kinds of crazy stuff, so... Good times, good times. Oh yeah, crazy good time. times. <laughs> good time to be. It's just that's the thing about the internet too. It's just like when something happens, the internet's mm-hmm. instantly ready to Dude, go. We
1: had a, a sub implode and then a like a one day Russian civil war. Who had that on their bingo?
0: I know. It's just the world's going crazy. Like I was know? actually
1: sad that he gave up so soon. I want to Russia have a civil war.
0: Oh, oh. I want
1: Pragueven per- or whatever did actually Putin? march.
0: Wait, Putin actually? Turned- no, so
1: the the guy in charge of the the Wagner mercenary group. Yeah, he like turned his forces away from Ukraine and started marching on Moscow. Oh, that's great. Because he was like, he's like, okay, the Russian military's stupid. These two guys are running there, stupid. Putin's stupid. I'm gonna just take them over the country, and like, of course, all their armies like in Ukraine, and he just turns around and hits the Moscow, and everyone's like, oh shit, he could actually like topple the government because all the military is elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, it
0: could happen. You never know. But
1: then, like, one day into it, the president of Belarus comes in, brokers his deal, and be like, no, 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 don't do it. Just, just come over to Belarus and just chill out for, like, a while.
0: Yeah, you know, you're you're, you're not you when you're hungry. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I'm just waiting for these 25,000 now Wagner mercenaries that are going to be in Belarus to be like, you know, we could just take this Leschenko guy out and we could just have our own country now. <laughs> just... And then you it's got just per- crazy. Pragovin, yeah. that's like the new president of Belarus. Like that's, I I don't know. I'm kind of tinfoil hat on that. I think I think Leshenko accepting the this mercenary army of 25,000 soldiers in his country. It's just
0: crazy. All they all keep... got
1: tanks, dude, and they got anti-air well, missiles. that's the thing.
0: That's the thing I keep hearing that Ukraine's just dominating now. Like they just been that that Russia is supposed to be this big superpower, and then all of a sudden they're just like struggling with a small country. And yeah, all that kinds of stuff. So it's just like insane.
1: Yeah, I'm. They're all talking about like now that Putin is like basically shown he's weak and like it's just like Russia just keeps losing land and yeah. they're retreating and retracting and it's like oh now we have these like pro Russian groups that are anti Putin that are like in Ukraine they're launching attacks. No, and then Wagner does this. It's like. It's like, I, I'm almost expecting, like, the Russian army just just completely just, like, give up and just start marching back home.
0: Apparently, there's, like, that's what's happening a lot. There's, like, sh- you know, there's people that are, like, calling it quits. And there's actually people, like, even Russians themselves, are pro- they're in Moscow protesting this. Yeah. They're like, this is, like, the dumbest thing ever. Like, you gotta let it go. And the
1: only way that he can, like, escalate it is either by conscripting people, which is the thing the Soviet Union did. Mm-hmm. he's been trying to stay away from that because it's, like, he's trying to... St- keep away from the harsh policies that the soviet union did so he's just kind of like yeah we're not gonna do conscripting but it's like well we either conscript more soldiers or we use nukes and um neither one of those are gonna make us that (laughs) much popular
0: no yeah it's just a crazy thing about like what like it just it just escalated too because you know like what is it the ghost of uh that jet the that goes to Kiev. That goes to Kiev. Apparently, he was like he was like buzzing all over the place, and now it's like he may or may may he may or may not be real. I'm like that's weird. Like all this kinds of stuff. He became an ace within like a couple hours too. Yeah, and he's it's just
1: taking down all this. Like, um, dude, he was
0: like a goat, just like taking. And then they said like, if World War III starts, this will be like the most televised and share like pretty much the most uh visual war we ever had because we have yeah. phones we have technology we have like people like talking about like what's going on it's, like I knew all this information before it hit CNN and Fox News
1: mm-hmm. yeah TikTok like t- broke it before they got it, TikTok like, I
0: got it through iFunny most of it like yeah. most of it was iFunny like, and then there's one girl she posted like I I'm learning all of this but my dad's asking me where have I gotten this information the thing is I did not want to tell him because I got it from my funny. I don't want to tell them, like, yeah, I got this from this app that does all these memes. And so, so.
1: Yeah, I'm I I would. I'm one of those people that also think that like Belarus needs to be punished because they've been helping the Russians. So I'd just be like, oh gosh, I would just be like, hey, maybe Poland should just march in there and just take Belarus over. What's Russia gonna do? Oh, they gosh. can't come to their aid. It's like if Poland could just be like, yeah, we're just gonna expand into Belarus, take it over.
0: Yeah, the thing is, it's just like everything is just going crazy over in Europe. It looks fine because I'm seeing like all these tournaments, all these like stuff that's happening, all these sports stuff, and it's like, you know, Ukraine's kind of out of the picture and all that kind of stuff. It's like, in terms of. They were
1: in Eurovision, though, and everyone gave them a big applause that they were in. Yeah, there's
0: a couple of like soccer pro soccer players from Ukraine that were getting applause and innovations because of what was going on. There
1: was tension, though, between the Ukrainian and Russian. um, Eurovision, because they allowed Russia to still participate, because like the people that were in it were like ec- like basically Russian exiles that were like trying to still represent Russia, but like they couldn't be in Russia type of thing. Oh, okay. But like there was still some tension between uh, the Ukrainian and Russian, because everyone's like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah,
0: I can only imagine just being in that position. And then like
1: the Russian national soccer team is like banned from basically playing anyone really. And then
0: their sponsorship got Dealt, like they're, they were sponsored by Adidas, but they got Adidas dropped them. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of like companies dropped them as well. So it's kind of like even they're not they weren't allowed to do the go to the Olympics. A lot of the athletes they had so, to yeah sign up like, as like independent they, independent like athletes and like mm-hmm. you know they were so bummed out. Like are you serious right now? Can you imagine a kid? There's up? a there's one Russian guy who's posting like
1: what all of these brands that left Russia what their Russian shell companies that are now independent are like what they look now. So like all of the McDonald's is are now owned by this one company and mm. they I can't remember what they're called, but they what they basically did was is they took McDonald's, stripped everything that said McDonald's, and then they just replaced it with this like one Russian word. Mm. But it's the same aesthetic. And then they did that to Coca-Cola, they
0: did it to Pepsi. Yeah, I, I saw something about it. Um, I even did like a lesson. Like
1: KFC even, like the KFC in it now doesn't even stand for Kentucky Fried Chicken, it stands for something else.
0: Because I did a, I did a lesson on that when I was in the teaching program where like when McDonald's like pretty much first came into Moscow, a lot of people, it was like give and take, a lot of people were like, wow, you can get all this food. And there's other people who are like, this is stupid, I have to pay like a day's worth of wage just to get like a burger where I can actually get, like, the same amount... Like, with the same amount of money, I can get more than, a, like, a week's worth of food or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, it's
1: kind of funny, all these rebrands. Yeah. And then now, like, all the Russian airlines, they're, like... They're all sanctioned. So, like, all their Airbuses and Boeings... Like, they're basically running off the spare parts that were already in Russia. Or, like, parts that they're getting, like, secondhand. Oh, gosh. And And then, like they're also talking about like here shortly like these these planes are gonna run out of like good parts so they either are gonna have to like sell them back to the west Mm. for basically pennies on the dollar and then like actually like start buying the chinese uh, knockdown or the go to the russian built ones so it's it's kind of funny it's like all of a sudden like Russia was like, oh yeah, we'll buy all these Boeings and Airbuses and we'll use them because they're reliable, and then now they're like, crap, now we actually have to use our own planes? Oh, great. This is wonderful, because they just blow up in midair. Oh, gosh. That's kind of scary. Russia's like that one country that's always trying to be like like the rest of Europe and America, but it's always like a couple steps behind. Hmm. And so it's never quite there, but it, like, makes up for it by, like, trying to be intimidating. Yeah. But it's, like, their jet aircraft, like, sucks.
0: I know th- I know they their have six a... Their
1: sixth generation stealth fighter yeah. is not even really stealth.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's, like, RF-22 Raptors are, like, way more advanced than Yeah, they theirs. have a
1: cross-section of a hummingbird. Yeah. If that. And this thing is, like, a cross-section of, like, basically an eagle. And they're, like, yeah, we can
0: still see this, like, 60 miles away. Yeah, it's just insane because they, you know, they're flaunting their their big, their high and jet, their sixth generation jet, and it's like,
1: it's, it's not, not even that fuel efficient. It doesn't. It, it does not have the range.
0: No, it doesn't. Like,
1: and, and that's the same thing with like the the Mig twenty seven was the same thing. Everyone was like, oh, oh crap, this thing's like this big massive beast. And then, um, the a Soviet pilot like uh t- took this plane. Was it Mig twenty seven? It's one of the one of those. Mm-hmm. He he. Takes off from Vladivostok, which is on the east side, which faces Japan, mm-hmm. and then he like is with his detachment. He goes, "Oh wait, I'm having like a fuel problem. I need to turn back." And then he guns it for Japan and just like crash lands this Mig on the field. And this happened during the Cold War. And then when America got their hands on it, they're like, "Oh, so this big bag thing that we were scared of, this thing sucks. <laughs> it's like slow. It's like inefficient and like." super loud and it's like and then they were just not scared of it anymore.
0: Well, that's how it was with, like, Germany during World War II. Like, I guess Adolf was, like, close to building these giant, like, uh, stealth bomber, like, well, their version of, like, yeah. stealth bomber planes. And it said, if that was able to take off the like, literally, if that was able to succeed, we have been screwed.
1: Yeah. The, I don't remember what they were. But I know, they, but
0: they were kind of like a boomerang shape kind of thing. They were, like, stealth bombing. It was like, jeez, it was just insane. But, yeah, and
1: then and so, like, that's just what's going on with it. I think it's the SU-52 or whatever It's like It's just like, it's it's just this It's super big too Like, it's like twice the size of the Raptor And they're like, oh, we got this big stealth fight- Fighter, and it's like, that kind of Defeats the whole point, dude You've just made this over, over Like, oversized stealth Fighter that's not really stealth
0: mm-hmm. And you know what's
1: even funnier? They only have like 22
0: of them yeah, they don't have. That's one another thing too that they they're trying to flex. So like they have these big jet fighters, these advanced, but they don't have that many. Like for us here in the United States, we have like F twenty two Raptors for days.
1: We have like I think we have like hundreds, thousands. 400, we have like four hundred of them, but like the F thirty five is like on a conveyor belt, and we're just like pumping them out, and then we're like selling them to other nations too. Like Israel has its own variant. It's literally called the F-35I. Japan has its own variant called oh. the F-35J. Um, that's that's pretty cool, Yeah, I'm not, then, I'm not going to lie.
0: That's pretty cool. And then, like... No, Israel has, like, the most advanced uh, military ever. Because, you know, they have that thing... Where, well, part of it's kind of like they have the... The Iron Dome. The, well, that, and then, like, their, like, mandatory two-year service or something like that. I think it's four. Four. But yeah. the thing is, everyone has to serve no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they all have... Ish, guns issued and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, so pretty much they're ready to go. Like, if if, if anything happens, they're <laughs> like, alright, let's see it. And then Poland
1: recently spent $15 billion buying Patriot missiles and stuff. And, they're gonna promo, and a bunch of, like, early warning systems, and they're going to put it on their border. And I'm just, and uh, apparently they try to buy some F 22s, but the F 22 is so high tech that, like, Congress passed a law saying that, like, only the U.S. can have the F 22. That's why the F 35 is, like, F-35 is good, is but it a, it's, like, slightly dumbed down so, like, other nations can have it. So, it's kind of
0: like a secondary kind of thing.
1: It's still good. Like, and some people some people actually prefer the F-35 over the 22 mm-hmm. just because the F-35 is, like, an A model, B model, C model, and a D model. And then there's wow. all these other variants. Like, the B model is, like, for the Navy, so it has, like, really short oh, takeoff okay. and landing for carriers. But, like, the C model is – it that's where the – exhaust turns and it points down and then it has like fans and it can hawk or harrier like thing And the A, but dope. the A version is like the Air Force's like version and stuff so it's like they have all these different variants of it and it can I think, I think most of the European nations are buying them they're buying the B models because they even though it's built for the Navy they have shorter landing and take off so that helps with their air bases and stuff like that so they're also a little bit lighter too. So a lot of them have been buying the B models, but like, oh, but like Britain's been buying the C model up like crazy though, because they want that Hawker Harrier like ability. Mm. Um, but then of course, again, as I said, Israel and Japan have their own variants. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Their own specialized stuff.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know. I like. I seen like. Like, photos of, like, like, special forces from around the world. Like, I, like, there's some countries I didn't know that had them. Like, Japan has their... Like, South Korea has a special forces. Dude, look up the... Canada Dan- has at, a special force. I'm like, jeez.
1: Look up the Danish frogmen.
0: Those things are ter- they have, terrifying. They have, they have, they have
1: like, chainmail over their whole body.
0: Like, I know... Well, I know there's, like... I know, like, I think, like... Yeah, they actually have, like, this like the frogmen that have like this net and they actually have like these goggles that have like these crazy white eyes mm-hmm. it's just like insane Yeah. I'm like they're just lethal I'm like God, so. you imagine walking at night and you see these bunch of guys just walking yeah up.
1: you're just like strolling somewhere and then all of a sudden this like whole squad of frogmen just point a gun at you and you're like okay I'm dead well, <laughs> keep, well
0: keep in mind these like military they're just they're declassified by their own government mm-hmm. I can only imagine how many other that are highly classified that we yeah. don't know about like these are elites, so- like soldiers, and they're elites like elites we- of the elites, and then yeah. we don't know nothing about. Just like oh no, we would never know. Oh yeah, we'll never know. Like just insane how it is. So. I heard a rumor that there's
1: like a ho- like two miles worth of tunnels underneath uh, uh Kingsley Field, Plymouth Airport.
0: I know there's like uh nuke uh places behind OIT, mm-hmm. but or shelters. That's what they Like there's like I these- also.
1: I also heard from my father because he was stationed there um, that they heard one time that uh, some Russian spy in the 80s like defected or something and they gave like a bunch of intel. And surprisingly, the Russians had like targets on the West Coast picked. And what was funny is, is that the Russians completely ignored Portland. But they had Klamath Falls okay. on the map, well, the thing because is, of the runway.
0: Oh, yeah, because we're big. Pretty much, that's like a big military thing, you know. Like because of the runway, you know, like if it, like the space shuttle, if it had needed mm-hmm. to, we could, they could land here.
1: Yeah, and that's a it. Thing. Was it was I think it was in tenth place for it, for if it needed to land. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much it's kind of like oh, it's like it's all like on the list. It's like so, like even though Portland has PDX. Well, they, they they just ignored that and be like, nope, we got to take out Klamath Falls. <laughs> well, the
0: thing is, it's a military base, so it's yeah. kind of like you know they have to take you know. I count. mean, it's well, all about you know.
1: What's uh, funny though tactics. is because there is the branch of the Oregon Air uh, Air National Guard that is at PDX. Mm-hmm. They, I I can't remember what they are the 150 the something air group or what I don't remember, but like, um, but like Klamour Falls was like way more important.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know. And realize. did you
1: hear that now they're going to make it a F-35 training base?
0: Yep. Dude. I know that, and then and then that's another thing, like how Clown Fault is going to get bigger, too, because we're going to have like a huge, giant population come in yeah. because of the military. And then rumor, there's rumors and speculation we're going to get F-22 raptors. I'm like, let's go. Please. Please that would be funny if they, got, if they got raptors. That would be really funny. The smallest town in the middle, like in the south of Oregon, got these highly advanced jets. The Hawaii
1: Air National Guard has F 22s. Oh, it must be nice. Well, yeah. Thing
0: Hawaii is, and Virginia. Well, the ho- well, thing is, Hawaii is like the kind of like the, the kind of like one of the main mm-hmm. bases since World War Two. But like, but
1: the reason why Virginia and Hawaii's Air National Guard units have 22s is Virginia has it because Washington, D.C. is right. There. And Hawaii has a casino of strategic importance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then also, they're on the opposite sides of the country. Yeah. So if they need to meet in the middle, they could. They could. And so that's what happened with. Uh, and now they're going to yeah, retire the
1: 810 Warthog. They're going
0: to no, start retiring. I saw the that. Gym. I was about to flip table. So I'm wondering what the Idaho
1: uh, Air National Guard's going to do. Because they all, they're all 810s. We'll find out. I'm
0: sure not, they're going to. They're probably
1: going to have to have 35s, to be honest. <laughs>
0: something, at least something. Because I know, like. Because I think Obama was in Seattle. He did, like, this, like, commencement speech or something. He was up there doing, like, a speech. And then all of a sudden, Russia did, like, a flyover. And then we got pretty much our jets flew from Portland to Seattle within, like, five minutes. Like, they were, like, coasting. No, so what that was... They were coasting. What that was is that uh,
1: uh, some person didn't read the FAA um, charts and didn't realize there was a no-fly zone initiated. So they broke it. And f-18s that were down at portland like they were on standby they got the call and then they just freaking boom and they broke the sound barrier i know this because i was living in olympia at the time and i was walking from my aunt's house down to the store and i heard the boom and it's because the f-18s who were down at kingsley were not kingsley bad pdx they were waiting
0: can you imagine just covering that space in five minutes? That's that's like a six-hour trip. Portland to Seattle, that's like what six hours? Mm, Four? No, it's like two and a half on oh, a okay. midday. Okay. The
1: thing is, like if, within if you, five... minutes. but it's like as, as the crow flies, it's about one hundred and twenty miles. Yeah. So if you're doing five hundred miles per hour, oh, you're there like in. Two it's minutes. like fifteen minutes. Yeah. But if you're breaking the sound barrier, you're pushing six hundred. You're you're getting there in like ten minutes. Insane. so it's like you're it's like you're in line you break the airspace and then like you get barely over the mountains and all of a sudden f-18s are right there
0: mm, ready okay. to
1: shoot you down yeah take that, you out oh, God, take that, you to that, pound town
0: dude that'd be crazy to do dude, just see an air fight like that's how it is with like with clown falls you they know just, they're just they're just, re- they're, of the they're just ready they're well that's that's a thing too at Clown Falls to do like like night training too, so we pretty much like at the eight and Did you see
1: that f fifteen that crashed? I heard
0: about it. I didn't see yeah. it it's like what happened like it was the inf- it
1: came down to land and the nose mm-hmm. landing gear just gave out oh okay, and so he just went and he just skidded and then he ejected it out, made it out safely, and it just skidded and then it went into that ditch on that the south
0: yeah back. yeah towards the end so that's that thing good, got huh?
1: that thing got toast.
0: Oh yeah, like that sucks too. It's just seeing that. Well, thankfully no one was hurt, but yeah. it's, that's just a crazy thing. That's why a lot of people are like you never know.
1: My da- one one story I will tell quickly is mm-hmm. that um, when my dad was working down there, so like the the military is obsessed with safety when it comes to those planes. Oh yeah, so they have pins in all these like critical joint areas. Mm-hmm. So when the planes are sitting. They're not just sitting. They have, like, these, like, steel pins that are in critical areas. Do they, is that
0: what those, with the red markers? Yeah, they like, for, oh. pull,
1: pull before flight. Yeah. So, um, so when my dad was working at Kingsley, they had F-4s when we first started. Because mm. it was the 80s. And, um, each plane has, like, a designated box, and they have to count all these pins and make sure all the pins are accounted for. Mm-hmm. Well, the guys were going through it as this F-4 Phantom was going down the runway, and they go, oh, shit, we're missing, like, three pins. (laughs) And so, as the plane goes down the road, it pulls up the landing gear, and you can hear ding, as it just snaps all three pins from the landing gear.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And they're just like, oh, don't tell anyone that that happened, and then, like, they...
0: I would be telling people.
1: And then they got, like, other pins, and then, like, when when the... pilot came back. He's like, oh, the plane flies well. And they're like, oh, okay. And they start putting all the pins <laughs> back in. And then another time, the same thing happened, but they forgot to pull the pins for the uh, uh, ejection seat.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So, when, so the pilot does his thing and comes back and then they went to go put the pins for the ejection seat, and they're like, oh shit, they, they were still there. Oh gosh. Which would have been bad, because like he would not have been able to pull out, unless like Like blew hard enough that it busted the pins, Mm -hmm. but that would be really hard. And not a lot of people know this, but have you ever done like Century Eagle when you like been in the hangar bays and like you've been inside the hangar bay and like they have all the planes out and everyone looks at everything? Did you ever do Century Eagle in Climbing Falls? No. At the base. No. Okay, so you know it's like an air show, and like they have like tanks and all this stuff out there, and in one of the hangars you know they have all the planes shown and people can be like oh this is cool well a lot of people don't know is there's one in the hangar base up in the ceiling I don't know if you can still see it anymore but uh one of the crewmen one time was like trying to put the pins back for an ejection ejection seat and something went wrong and the ejection seat went off
0: oh no and it
1: picked him up shot him up and just splattered him on the ceiling
0: oh
1: yeah, uh, that happened in, like, the 80s, and it was, like, they basically covered it up for, like, 15 years. They're like, oh, no, this didn't happen. God, that's... And then and then later, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that totally happened. <laughs> so, like, so
0: the pilot died, then? No, it wasn't even a
1: pilot. It was, like, one of the crew, like, part of the, the flight crew. Oh, okay. He was just in there trying to put stuff back in there, and he accidentally activated the ejection system and killed him. Killed him, sent him straight to the ceiling, plastered him on the roof. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I've heard stuff about that place.
0: I can only imagine. That's pretty cool.
1: And then there's the orgies. Oh, God. No. (laughs) No.
0: All right, all right. Cool, cool. Well, it's awesome, Charles. Great to have you here. It's great. It was was great, you know, after all this time. Seven years, dude. Six, seven. Yeah, seven, eight years? Yeah. Something like that.
1: Because the last time I think I saw you, I was doing the. Associate students at Plymouth Community College. Yeah, doing government, and you were. I think you were a mentor, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I was a KCC mentor, yeah. one of the OGs. Uh, yeah, I was pretty, I was the OG. It's been
1: that long.
0: It's been that long. We it's, used to be.
1: In, we used to be in the same room all the time.
0: I know. We. We. I'm still. I'm still in contact with some of the. some of the other like Daisy. Yeah,
1: I still talk to Kim.
0: Him. She oh, was yeah. the vice president. Yeah. I i thought, I came on on Facebook yeah, and stuff too. like that. And then Christi- she messaged me the other day. Christian,
1: what's her face? Uh, uh um I don't remember. Yeah, I do um younger brother is Gage, uh Yeah, uh
0: You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Last name is Can't remember now. Oh I can't remember.
0: Not, it's killing me. Yeah, now. it's gonna it's gonna bother me it's too. It's gonna be it's gonna let's see where is it? Uh oh and it's like
1: one of those common names too.
0: It is, and I'm just like I cannot think of it. Pam. Pam. We're, no no not Whitney. 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 Yeah. Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Whitney. Yeah, she yeah. kinda she kinda got a little upset if you kinda say it with that. She's like Whitney, I'm like, What? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I remember that. I remember those days.
0: Good times, good times. But
1: we voted on that new sign that's out front of KCC at the main entrance. Yeah, remember when we had to vote on that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: that was quite interesting just seeing that new sign. But the thing is, it's like I wish they had a new logo. More than anything, they kind of do with that new sign, but it's like I want something yeah. like more, like like more academic wise. The, they like
1: probably that. will when whenever they start getting sports teams, if they ever do.
0: The well, the only way we can get away with it was clubs. So,
1: yeah, we, we well, did have
0: we did have a soccer club. but I wasn't able to go and play because I had to work at Home Depot yeah. at the time. So it's kind of like they were talking about doing it.
1: a basketball team Ooh. and trying to do like being one of those small like pickup games. Yeah, because yeah. I know well, with the same with, one as like OIT.
0: Because I know with the soccer club, we actually did go against OIT and we got killed. Yeah, we got killed. But, yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's great. Great stuff, you know. But, you know, actually, me and Daisy actually hung out. Excuse me. We actually hung out at one point, and we went back to around OIT. Like, this was, like, the 2018. This is 2018. That was kind of, like, around the last time I was there because Daisy was still working there at the library. Mm -hmm. And I looked around, like, all this new stuff, this library, like, hanging out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, all this craziness. Like, this was never here and so that parking lot in front of, like, the main place is now just, like, an office building. Because they're trying to use that parking lot on the side that no one uses. So. Right.
1: Oh, yeah, Daisy. I remember Yeah. So, she, was,
0: she was nice. She was really nice, yeah. Still in contact with her. So. so, yeah. But it's been good times. Good times. And then you're leaving. And then I'm leaving. I mean... It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) You know, in a way, for me, it's like I had my time up here. I was planning at one point to stay up here for the rest of my life, but then life happened, and then I looked at my choices and like, well, either I stay up here, kind of battle out, see what's out there, but then again, it's like I'll just rather be at home, knowing I can just restart. But I have have
1: no idea what I'm doing.
0: Just take your time with it. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, don't worry about girls. Worry about you know, just focus on yourself. You learn something new learn something new you know
1: money and booze
0: money (laughs) oh gosh good times all right then thanks my man it's It's been great it's been a pleasure all right everybody catch you guys catch you guys later nos vemos